Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown and Javelez. And this is now episode 174. In this episode, we are going to debate which young player has shown the most star potential in the playoffs. Willie Green, Celtics taking a 2-0 lead on the Nets. Jazz game two collapse and more. A quick YouTube member and Patreon shout out to Danko Corrupt Matthew Jimenez. Caleb, Travis, Drews the Goat, Holmes, Nyree, your boy Nick, Pimp Chimpin, Jake the Snake, Corrupt G, Boog, Kobe, Dylan, Afosa, Mason, Rico the One, Gentile Drew, Cade MVP, Mark, SP, Vorzy Shot, Jordan What, Evan, Dylan, Joel is the Goat, Mayo, Andre, Matthew, Peter, Daniel, Ben, William, Ruthless Rootster, Sensei Stevie, Joel B, S.A. Crimes, Kevin S, Eagle Dalla, Tizzy, Coley, Get Funkoed, Dylan, Playboy, Orlando, Big Chuck, Michael, Greg, Cole, Liam, T. Grove 17, Tua Sucks on Ka, Epic Lankiness, Aaron, It's Black Ace, Anthony, BJ, PJs, Langston, Jazzy Juice, Johannes, Ruben, Dave, Muffins, John, Sean Triplett, Burner Hoops, Court Cousins, P. Dot, George, Hakari, Mateen, and Jay Aqua. Good old Jay Aqua. Let's do it, y'all. Yeah, Let's we didn't int- even introduce the, the biggest guest yeah, on the show right now. Bring it up. We have Low, legend of winning on the show, to talk some playoff basketball, man. It's an honor to Let's have go. you on the Pick Aside podcast. Thank you. Thank you all for having me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk about hoops, man. And b- before we started the podcast, you were... Uh, Riv asked you a question of who your favorite one on the show is. Oh, and, on the spot. You guys are too Yeah, much. and in, in a sense, you were kind of answering the question of who has the hottest takes on the show. And you singled out me. I'm kind of uh, honored by that. Oh, man, jeez. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. It's just that you have most <laughs> the most memorable takes out of, out of everyone. <laughs> you and Riv, have, have, y'all have the most memorable takes, man. Y'all, it's, it's pretty crazy. Well, let's try to make some memorable moments on the show. I actually, let's you know... <laughs> First round series have just gotten started. You know what's crazy before we start? What? It's wild of you that you say I don't make takes, and then he says Facts. I have the most wildest takes, which means that the he didn't say that though. He did. No, he just said that. No, he that literally just said. He, that. he said, said you you two have the most memorable mm-hmm. takes, but he, he singled said, out me first. Don't so. do that. Don't try you to make this a you thing. Second, I mean, second is still dope because he makes more takes to me allegedly, quote unquote. Listen, some his takes are safe, though. His takes are safe. He got safe takes. Oh, you ain't hear some of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> but this is going to be a great oh, show. Man. You know, I've we're in the middle of the first round, right? Love it. And last year, I made the mistake of overreacting to series, not just the first round, just series in general, while being in the middle of it. So this show, I'm going to try to walk <laughs> on rocks on this one and not overreact because we have... 
the the Nets down 0-2. We're definitely going to talk about that later on in the show. For sure. But to start off the show, there have been a lot of young players that have been blossoming on the scene. And I want to ask you guys, which one of these do you think has the most star potential and has shown you the most in the playoffs? Riv, you you were debating with Drew before the show on who you guys were going to pick. So I'm going to give <laughs> you the floor first to pick your players. Well, I'm going to let him take the other guy because clearly he couldn't find anybody else. And I, I feel can like, find someone else. Listen, if you want, you could say these no, two. No, no, it's okay. Uh-huh. And I feel like for Anthony Edwards, it's hard to really say him because we kind of felt like he was already going to be a star in a sense. So for me, it's Jordan Poole, obviously. You know, I think with him being that, like with Steph Curry going out and towards the end of his year, him subbing in for that role, he was amazing. And then coming into the playoffs, Steph Curry decides, yo, I want to come off the bench and pool starts and he it's like they haven't missed a beat you know he's been amazing he has the ego he has the confidence of being a star he has all the intangibles of being a star not to mention the insane shooting he has the ability to get to the basket the moves the combination of skill he has so for me it's been Jordan Poole because of the performance he's been doing and on top of that the type of attention you know Golden State is one of those teams that's supposed to come out the West. You know, they've been hurt all year, and people are kind of sleeping on them now at towards the end of the year because they had a kind of a slip. And Poole is supposed to be the guy that's next up with Wiseman and Kuminga that's supposed to take over the franchise when the big three is gone. You throwing Moody in there or not yet? Yeah, yeah, I'll throw Moody in there, but I'm talking about, like, stars, you know what I'm saying? Kuminga is a star, too? Kuminga's going to be a star, bro. He might be. I've been seeing on Twitter that Jordan Poole has been getting compared to Steph as a ceiling I think ceiling. that's like an insane ceiling. <laughs> that that ceiling is like ceiling is crazy. Top three on earth when at his best. I, I wouldn't say that, but he can definitely be an all star. That oh my god! Not on the pool thing. That whole Gary Trent Jr. better than Jordan Poole thing. Yeah, dead that. That's officially in the water. Gary Trent had a good game last night. He had like nine points a game before that. Correct. It's stinky. Yeah, I mean, listen. Poole has put himself in a, a different category right now. and a different beast. You, it's make or break when it comes playoff time, and that's why I got to give credit where credit is due. So what's your comp for Jordan Poole? I told you it was Monte Ellis. I don't feel like that's a good comp, personally. Listen, man, you said that. Our, I was hoping you were going to come up with a new one. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't because I didn't think. Because I hear him. It's a horrible comp. Yeah, yeah that's a horrible comp. That's a horrible I, I couldn't think of one on the fly. Like You kind of just like grouped in two Warriors players. I did. like, yeah, this is him. Because I was thinking like a, just a. You know, a scoring guard. So I was saying like Jordan Poole, combination of skill. But um, you want me to think of a comp. It's hard in this NBA to find a comp for him, especially for his ceiling, where right now he's going absolutely crazy in the playoffs. And a lot of his game is mirrored after Steph. So that's the reason why people are immediately jumping to conclusions. So I understand the difficulty of trying to come up with a comp for him, especially because his even, I don't so even modern. see Steph, honestly. Just I'm, his his his. Willingness to shoot the ball no matter what. I think he really has matter. clay-like confidence. That I, yeah. Like okay. he, he's more like clay in the sense. His, oh, if I had a, I don't have a comp right now. I'm sorry, guys. All star though, definitely. All star. That's yeah. pretty fair. All right. So to give Riff his shine, also this is why he was giving me such slack before because I'm going with Tyrese Maxey. Now Maxey is interesting because when we first started previewing the series, I was skeptical about his game just because there were some moments where. Maxi showed that he could be this player that he's been so far in the playoffs, but then there's moments where he kind of lets the other guys on his team get the ball before him and really is a little bit too passive for my liking. But he came out the gates game one, put an exclamation point, 38 points, was phenomenal next game, drops 23 points. And then game three in Toronto had a shaky four quarters really, but James Harden fouls out, 
and overtime comes around, and you start to see him be a little bit more aggressive, start taking the ball to the rack. And this is mostly impressive to me because he's doing this against really good guard play defensively. Fred Van Vliet, solid defensively. Gary Trent Jr., solid defensively. And to put on the performance that he's been putting forward, you got to give credit where credit is due. No doubt about it. Maxi has him better than Fred Van Vliet. I'll go last. Lo, you can give your player. I actually, and he, um, my man Rev got it. It's, I got a Jordan Poole, man. Not only because it's in the playoffs, coming off of basically back-to-back 30-point games. And, and sure, you can definitely argue that the um, the defense is a little shaky out in Denver. But this has been going on and leading up to, to where we are right now in the playoffs, like he said earlier. Even when Curry was out, if you look at the, the 20 games leading up into the playoffs in the regular season, Poole was averaging 25-plus on great shooting efficiency. And really what's gotten him looking the way he looks right now is that he's become much more comfortable in the offense. So then when it was time for the playoffs to start, uh, when, it, when it was time for the playoffs to start, he, he flowed extremely well in that starting role. And I, I also applaud Curry for taking the bench while he continued to get healthy. But, for sure. yeah, Jordan Poole is, is like, like astronomically great. Like what he's playing right now is unbelievable. Um, I don't know if I don't know about a Steph Curry ceiling. I don't have to see it longer than just like a, a 30 game sample size, but definitely a lot of star potential and definitely can usher in a new era of basketball with the with the Warriors. So do you have a comp? Yeah. Do you? I, not really, just because the the way that they utilize him, I don't even think that's like the way that you would probably play him. He, right. he would probably be more comfortable on the ball. He looks a little more comfortable on ball. For sure. And he's a lot more willing and daring. Um, Monte Ellis is just a bad comp because he, he just wasn't a competent three-point shooter. I, I mean, if I had to say somebody, uh, maybe Gilbert Reynas in a more structured environment. If, if, if Gilbert was in a more structured environment in terms of the offensive scheme being thrown around him, him being able to move off ball, him being able to catch, shoot, more than just be um, a handler and distributor. But – that Warriors offense is so unique that it's really hard to find. I like, the I, I like arenas if he passed the ball. I did exactly. I, yeah, yeah exactly. I wouldn't like arenas, but he did not pass the ball. He when you play in Golden State, you have to be unselfish. Exactly. Does he yeah. does he give you a little bit of a Brandon Roy vibe? I don't I don't know because Brandon Roy was a little slower, but I can see why you say it. I don't know if I would give him Brandon Roy yet. Though. It's just that the amount of threes that he's attempting is yeah. like yeah. like PTSD and, baby. Like an That's hard. Yeah, I know. That's hard. Yeah, You know, when I was coming with my answer for this topic, it was a bit tricky because I was like, am I going to go with the guy I've been most impressed with or the one that has the highest ceiling? But then I thought about it and I said, well, the guy I'm going to pick has both. I've been impressed with him and he has the highest ceiling. It's Anthony Edwards. And I want to shout out Ja because I think for sure having a sticker game one, then posting that Michael Jordan video and then coming out game yep. two. And Memphis making a statement like that was big time. It's one of the cooler things an athlete has done. Yeah, Michael Jordan. But Anthony Edwards, granted, it's just been two games, 28 points per game, shooting 49% from the field, 38% from the three. Third youngest player with 35-plus points in a playoff game. Did it in his first game, dropped 36. He's 230 pounds, 6'5", 6'6", probably closer to 6'6". And the wiggle he has, his handle, the smoothness of his game – I'm just impressed by him, and I love his confidence. He has this combination of confidence, swagger, but also humble. He goes on NBA Today and says, I'm the best defender in the NBA. His goal (laughs) next year is to win DPOY. He said before on interviews, he wants to be the best two-guard to ever play the game. 
And in that same breath after game one when Minnesota shocked um, Memphis, he goes out and says Jaden McDaniels was the best player on the team in game one. Like the humbleness he has, but also the confidence he has is what I've been most impressed with. You guys know Minnesota. I'm not worried. Minnesota is going to win this series. Know. I'm not worried. It's going to be Wolves. Oh, wow. I would be worried. It's going to oh, be wow. Wolves. I would be seven. worried. Wow. Oh, Wolves in seven. Wolves in seven. I'll tell you what, man. I'd feel more confident saying Grizzlies in five. Ooh, that's crazy. I think that one's hot too. I feel that. Like, heard what, Anthony seven. Edwards. You heard what he said. He said, "We're not worried. We're going back to the crib." And he puts the Minnesota fans up there with the best of them. They're a pretty good fans. It's cool that he said that, but I think Ja woke up. Correct. And I think now that Ja woke up, it might be it might be over. But you know, we'll see. I still got D'Lo hasn't gotten going yet. D'Lo hasn't gotten going yet because he's been stinky. Correct. He's been butt stinky. But he averaged thirty against them. What hasn't shown? I just want. I think it's gonna. I think he's he's due for. He averaged thirty, yes, but that was the regular season. What is he averaging? Two field goals. He averages like eight Make points. He's stinky. Yeah. He's been averaging like 12 points. I don't I'm think saying, he's two had field like goals, 11. Right? I think it was like two for 11. In the past two games. It's not that good. Jeez. That's yeah, tough. That's not, tough. not great by any means. The the problem with Anthem was what, because like that second game really wasn't that impressive from Ant. It was it was solid, but not impressive enough to where it threw me back. Um, Especially after the, the first half, it just wasn't that impressive. So I can't, I, I like Ant and I definitely wish the best for him. And I, I, I was a doubter at first, but this this last season, especially the second half, or maybe not the entire second half, there was definitely a, a midsection of the regular season where Ant looked really, really good. But Jordan Poole, bro, man, bro, that man, that <laughs> Listen, man can that's get the, it going. That's the, that's the obvious answer. No doubt about it, Jordan Poole has been yeah. the most impressive young star. But yeah. to what you were saying about John Moran, I need to give him his, his due diligence. To post that video – the pressure that you just put on yourself to perform up to that caliber is crazy. He realized the expectation that he put on his shoulders, and for them to go and put up almost 30 points on the Timberwolves, that is that is swagger at its finest. I do also like Ant Edwards saying he wants to play defense because not a lot of Facts. young guys want to come in and play defense Not many right do away. right away. So I think that's actually pretty dope that he wants to play defense early. And he played really good defense for the past two games. Real quick, I, I, I don't know. The statement was strong. You were low on Anthony Edwards? Um, in the beginning, because, you know, when you, we have players like that, especially in their first portions of their career, they're trying to figure it out. Normally, they get so hyper-focused on scoring that they kind of put the rest of the game on the wayside. So I do congratulate him as well for highlighting defense, for him actually putting an effort on defense, because that is an aspect of the game that I think a lot of people forget. He's also had to continue to grow as a, as a ball handler, distributor. Definitely, because as, as time continues to progress, more defenses hone on, hone in on him. He's going to have to make the proper decisions and not turn the ball over four or five times a game while only getting like one or two assists. So those are those are other aspects to him. Um, but it was really the defensive end of the floor I was going to hold off on until I was like really confident in him. You can go out there and give me twenty twenty three, um, and even do it efficiently. But there's there's so many other players in the league that can do that. You got to do a little bit more than that. And I just didn't know if I was going to see that from Edwards yet. Yeah, that's true. There are just certain certain players that, although there are flaws in their game, you bet on the person. Yeah. And everything that I've heard from Anthony Edwards, I'm betting on the person. Respect. And a, a similar player to that, and I told you about him way early, like in August, is Herb Jones. Oh. Herb Jones mm. was somebody that was a second-round pick, but when I sent Riv my top small forwards, list, he was like, Herb Jones at five? Why do you have him so high? And I told him, despite his shot, I think he's going to develop that. And he's already an all-world defender. 
And this segues perfectly into this Pelicans Willie Green topic because I think Willie Green has done a fantastic job with the Pelicans. And Undoubtedly. I had this thought yesterday in that getting the right coach matters significantly. You look at the two examples this season, Ime Udoka and Willie Green. Ime Udoka now changing around the Celtics completely, although they did have the personnel. He's the one that now made the game. He simplified the game for them, especially on defense with their switching tactics and their rotations. And then Willie Green with the Pelicans, to, to have three rookies play significant playoff minutes, and although the Suns didn't have Devin Booker in that second half, to still beat the Suns and get big-time performances. I mean, Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, I think they've all been fantastic. He led the Pelicans to the playoffs after a 1-12 start. That's the first team to do that since the 96-97 Suns. Can't make it up. So I've been super impressed by Willie Green. But how impressed have you been? I'll start with you, Lo. Um, I've been impressed all around. Like you said, you highlighted a couple of players' names. Also, a huge shout-out to um, Jackson Hayes. He came out. He he came out there, gave really really good minutes in that game too, um, and was was versatile. Like he didn't look stiff. He looked well rounded, quality defender, and and um, Willie Green has really put a lot of confidence in a lot of those young players to go out there and perform. And really, their first ever playoff appearance, and it's against a team that, quite frankly, they they are underdogs. Like if they come out and win a game, it's something that not not too many people are expecting. So for them to go out there and play that confidently is great. I uh, also like the looks that he's getting Brandon Ingram. Ingram is looking looking nice. Like as yep. a as a fellow Laker fan, he's looking nice, dog. He's looking <laughs> real nice. Okay. And, um and then also I but yeah, Herb Jones uh, and some of the other un, unsung heroes on that team, man. Uh it's just look great that they're going out there, stepping up, knocking down the shots, playing well, playing aggressive, and sticking to what the game plan is from Willie Green and communicating all, all throughout. Defensively, that team looks um, much better than I think a lot of people anticipated. Again, I, and I have to give a huge shout out. Personally, my 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 favorite part of game two was that section that Jackson Hayes played. It was a subsection of the game where he was out there moving laterally, looked well, rebounding, running in transition, mm-hmm. and just having another body out there. He was out there. I mean, CP3 getting a little bit older, but he was out there and able to defend in space as well. And you can't really find that too often a lot of big men but all the young players are playing really great yeah and in game two in that third quarter which is talking about specifically with jackson hayes in transition that was kind of the the turn of the game getting those transition baskets and ever since the first half of the suns and pelicans game in game one the pelicans i think have been out playing phoenix mm. for you know the, the last six quarters they've been out playing them people overlook this but willie green 10 seed Beats Greg Popovich in the play-in. Beats Ty Lue in the play-in. Two of the greatest coaches in the NBA. Now goes up against Monty Williams and now steals a game versus Phoenix. And like I mentioned, the three big rookies playing big-time playoff minutes. Herb Jones, I've been a huge fan of him for for a very long time. He has a great story. Jose Alvarado, I did not expect this coming out of Georgia Tech. He won DPOY in college. Yeah, I know. I know he was good in college, but just the size yeah. when I watched him, I was like, I don't know how how, how valuable he's good be. energy to the court as well. It's it's confidence. You Facts. know, when you're a coach like that and you bring in confidence to young players, it just makes them play at a high level. It makes them it makes them want to play for you. It makes them give you their hundred percent effort. So like like you said, even when Ty Lue, you know, going back to Ty Lue, when he came in and instilled confidence in Reggie Jackson, and you've seen a wholly new Reggie Jackson, it's just confidence. That type of confidence breeds in players and it helps them become better. <laughs> Trusting in three rookies, 
late in the stretch, like you said, in games against Greg, in games against Tyloo, against veteran players, that's tough to do against the Suns the be- that's been the best team in the league all year. Trusting three rookies, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, and Jose Alvarado, and Jackson Hayes, who hasn't been good in his stint in the NBA, and you trusting those four guys in crunch time minutes, that's been that's huge. Plus, Brandon Ingram, he's been playing better, putting the ball in his hands. CJ McCollum now being a point guard, transitioning him to that, and him being incredible in that position. So I think Willie Green just having that confidence and trusting his players and showing them that he believes in them, I think that's definitely helped. And it's going to help for them in the future because this is still a really young team. And listen, you mentioned it. To start the season 1-12 and and to now have them in a position where they're 1-1, with the best team in the NBA record-wise, <laughs> that is just remarkable. Are you laughing because no, you no. think of the Lakers, you bastard? Is that no, what you're thinking I, of? <laughs> it's literally hot. You really don't let me off the hook with it's anything. It's hot, bro. The I, hot chocolate is all hot. All right, whatever you say. Regardless of that fact, out-rebound the Suns, to out-assist the Suns. You would you would expect that, given the fact that they have already had a time period with Devin Booker being out of the lineup, 8-3 and three record when Devin Booker hasn't played, you would think that it would still be relatively seamless with, listen, we have one of the deepest rosters in the NBA. We should still be relatively all right handling the eighth seed. Well, let me ask a question. Devin Booker's out for two to three weeks. Is Chris Paul still supposed to win this series? I, I think so. I firmly believe the Suns should win this series Does still. he get slander if he lose? Easily. Just from us. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not talking about the other outside yes. Twitter. I don't care about that. I'm talking about Personally, us. for me, mm-hmm. no. Because the Pelicans no? are a no. good team. Yes, this is they're a sneaky good team. He's not wrong. I still think Chris Paul should win. Let me explain it to you this way: without D Book, the Suns lose their All Star. Right? The Pelicans have two All Star level players in CJ and Ben and Ingram. Those are two All Star level players. If you have two All Stars and you have great role players, Jonas, Larry Nance, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, like. You can win this series, and especially okay. if they put Herb Jones on Chris Paul to neutralize so him. So let me ask you a better question. It can make it really, you really tough. You said Chris Paul was an MVP caliber. Uh, he was an MVP level I never play. said he was a superstar. No, no, no. I didn't say that. No, 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 stop. That was you. No, no, stop. Stop. Hold on. No, no, listen, no, 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 don't say nothing. You said Chris Paul was in the him, MVP. I had no, no, him as the MVP in the yeah, Okay, you yeah, did. So did. you did. Now that you had him, that you project, he was an MVP-like player. So he should still win this series because he still has... The, the, if not, he, he's not going to win. He didn't win DPOY. He showed a game one he that Bridges, he has the capabilities he has to back He still back, has Jay Crowder. He still has Cam Johnson. These are Cam Johnson was in the sixth man of the year. He was one of the finalists. Mike, Mikael Bridges was one of the finalists for DPOY. So he also has a really good team. Okay. Who on the Suns? Don't do that. Can you trust consistently to get you a basket? To create? In the fourth? Chris, Chris Paul. That's no, no, I'm saying outside of Chris Paul, who's a player you can count on to get you a basket. Nobody. It's supposed to be Aiden. It's supposed to be It's Aiden. supposed to be. Yeah, you're right. It's supposed to hey, be. Nobody. Nobody. I look at the Pelicans and I'm like, CJ, anytime he wants can get it. You have Bridges. Brandon Ingram, anytime he wants can get it. Get a bucket. Yeah. And Bridges, then you I have Jonas. Hate. I know DeAndre and really outplayed uh, Jonas in game one, but in game two it was much more of an even yeah. matchup. And I feel like that switch going to Larry Nance and playing that smaller lineup mm-hmm. really helped uh, boost the Pelicans up. I just look at the, their set of role players I, I didn't even mention Devontae Graham. Like, their set of role players and having two all-star caliber players, if you take that all-star out of Phoenix, I wouldn't be shocked if the Pelicans win. Like, I think the Pelicans have a real shot to win this series. I don't know. I still think you're letting Chris Paul off the hook. 
Mm. You still, I feel like you're letting Chris fall off the. He to say it's not still, his fault. He should win this. He should one. still win this. He should series. win this one. He should still eight win and three series. in the regular season without Devin Booker. They're playing it's a not, Pelicans it's team not that who we have to give their credit. They are red hot. They matched up bad against the Pelicans all year though. That's what you can't. But even still, we're looking at them. They have the best the record Pelicans in the NBA. Are a good team. I'm not yes, gonna say they're they not are. a good team, but they the are. Suns are also. But the deep thing too. is, that you guys are assuming that I feel like Chris Paul is gonna play bad. It's oh, not no, that. No, it's no, just that if he, I, if he outside of Chris Paul, I really don't trust anybody else on Phoenix like to generate offense. Well, I mean, when called upon, if because Chris Paul is one of the clutchest players in the league still as of today. So fourth quarter, it's close, and he folds. It's his fault. He's he's the guy. He's gonna even if Devin Booker's there. Mikhail, <laughs> we're gonna have to see what Mikel is made of. Truthfully, but it's just tough. I because, feel like we know what he's made of. Uh, but listen, he put up a decent shooting performance game too. He was cutting. Se- se- like, <laughs> most of his half yeah, is he's, 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 No, we know he is. They're rough cuts. We know what he is. But now he's going to be given a little bit more opportunity. I, I, really, second, I really don't think his role is Their second best shot creator is mean, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's out. I don't disagree. But with Devin Booker being out, these and shots have to go Devin somewhere. Devin Booker was going cuckoo crazy. They was down, still down like one. No, they were winning at halftime. No, I'm talking about when Devin Booker went out. Like, the Pelicans were still kind of controlling the game. Facts. So, it's, it's like... Oh, that third quarter, you know, for sure, the Pelicans started to, to, to pull away. I don't it's know unfortunate because... I don't want to hear no excuses for Phoenix. No, not there's one. none. It, there's none. No, nope. it's not about Phoenix. This, this, oh, okay. this is about Chris Paul. It's unfortunate because... It's a team game. You no, know, whether it's been in, with the Clippers, you have injuries come up. Houston, uh-huh. hamstring, can't play in game six or seven with Houston when they could have beat Golden State realistically. And then last year, he's injured throughout the playoffs. So what about the 3-1? And now this year, D-Book gets injured. So what about the 3-1? When Chris Wood choked. Okay. What about against the Thunder? Damn, that was when he choked. You, you are being those, brutal. I mean, those are two. He's not getting a. He's not getting one pass from me, man. Chris Paul is not getting a pass, bro. And I know that's your fave, but he's not. He can't get a pass, bro. He no, got to win. You can't. Oh, wait, wow. He was the MVP this year. That's what he said. At one I point, at he did have him. At the mid midpoint, midpoint. Man, he was never the MVP. Come on, let's cut it down. He won. He won the MVP. Fifteen and ten, <laughs> led the league in assists, best record nah, in the NBA. No, that's not MVP. Man. I mean, if he that's, if he he's that's supposed that's to be they that. Gave, they gave Steve Nash an MVP with a little bit. And better that was points a mistake. Game. That was, that was different. It was. They it was gave different. it to him back to back years. I think Stoudemire missed like forty games though. Okay, come on. Okay, but the Suns still are the best team. And, or were and, the best team. I mean, in the they. NBA. I listen. I ain't gonna go back and forth on two thousand six. Uh huh. We're talking about today. Uh huh. So, fair enough. Yeah, Chris Paul. I still win. expect the Suns to win. Okay, this series. that's what I want to hear. But I. But would any of you be shocked if the Pelicans win? I would be. Yes. You'd be shocked? I would be. I would, I would be too, be. man. You got an MVP. If, the if they make it competitive, win. no. But if the Pelicans, they're 36 and 46. If they win this series against a 60 win team, I might lose my mind. Like, but, they, but the insane. Pelicans not really 36 40. I mean, they're 36 46, but let's be, I mean, it's not the same team they had the entire yeah, season. That's true. And, that and, true. and when they started off one for 12 in the beginning of the year, a lot of it had to do with Ingram missed games. That is true. CJ McCullough the Suns still have 60 wins. No, no, I'm, and I'm not saying they're not, but let's, I mean, they, they're not. The Pelicans are probably the best 36 and 46 win team we've seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're not really that. That's not a representation of who they are. And you're right. And there is a lot of, like, with Zion, with him coming out, there's a lot of smoke around Zion right now. But with this current roster construction added in with Zion, mm-hmm. they could potentially make a Memphis Grizzlies type leap next year. I think that's in the cards for them. It, with this current roster, but I have to ask. I want to throw you guys two scenarios. I know what he's about to do. I seen it on Twitter. 
would you trade Zion for a treasure yes. chest of assets and say, Brandon Ingram, you're the star. Okay. You get the keys, or do you keep Zion and see how far this court gets you? Lo, you said yes quickly, so yes. what's your reasoning behind that? We were actually talking about this on, on Twitch. The reason why is because I was like, bro, like, as is, is is, good as Zion is, he's been really, really good when he is playing. Man, what is that in the background? He's been, he's been really, really good when he's playing. The problem with Zion, though, is that you give up a lot defensively with Zion. And on top of that, in terms of the offensive structure, your whole thing changes. What I'm so sorry if y'all can hear that in the background. I can yeah, hear it, bro. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying yeah. to just move past it. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but it was just but, like... But, I, but the reason why I say that is... I'll, I'll say it again. The reason I'm saying this is because defensively, Zion gives up a lot. When you're when you're 6'6", power forward, I think in today's game, the power forward position has a lot to do defensively anchoring that team because they have to be the most... That's probably the most versatile defensive um, position in the NBA right now. He's 6'6", he can't defend... And on top of that, he's he's offensively, it has to flow through him. Ingram has already provided enough evidence that he probably can be that guy. CJ McCollum is also a quality second option. You got a lot of pieces surrounding him. Like, why why try to force somebody who doesn't want to be there, who might also be injury prone? Why force him to be there? Especially when you know you can get a bunch of picks for him? Bro, stop it. Uh, I would probably say yeah. It it, it really it really depends if if the Pelicans and Willie Green, which I think they do, believe Ingram can be the guy. He's like twenty four, twenty five. He's a wing. This is a wing league. He has all the tools to be one of the best scorers in the NBA. He has the versatility. If you believe he can be that guy, you have C J McCollum. Now you have young pieces developing. I agree. Zion would bring back a lot of assets. Maybe not players or a lot of players, good players, but a lot of draft picks. And if you can do it, I would say, yeah. You know, they're, right now they're in the play-in. They just stole a game from the Suns without Zion Williamson. And, you know, you can probably get something back that complements Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. And then, boom, make it work. So I would say, yeah, if he doesn't want to be there, yeah, why not? This is super hard for me. Outside of the fact that I just like Zion, the player, this Pelicans team has had a good amount of success without Zion Williamson, without 27 points per game on 61% shooting from the field. If Zion was was on this team, this team would be box office. Now, do I disagree with what you guys are saying? Not too much. I understand the, the idea of, one, he doesn't want to be here, and two, he's had struggles staying on the court. But we see what he can be when he is on the court. He's a top 20 basketball player when he is on the court. I think that you can still make adjustments to his height, the 6'6 power forward. What is going on? No, because you said he was a top 20 player. Low kind of looked at you. Listen, and, and I, I'll say <laughs> that's that with my chest. I say that with my chest. 27 points that's why in, I laugh. in his first full year in the NBA on 61% shooting from no, the he, field. He was tough. He was tough. He hasn't played. How yet. many have done that in the NBA? In the history of a, the game, he was a he's a bad defender, and he's going to have to adjust his playmaking to the style of like play. I don't but, know if that's but, top twenty. But we've we've seen players come into the league and really not hone in on defense, really just try to maximize their abilities on offense, and then as years come on, we start to see them really hone in on defense. Jason Tatum, for an example, where we saw him young really work on his craft offensively. We spoke very highly of his offensive game, but we was wondering when he would really. Lock in on defense. We start to see him lock in on defense this year. And now on top of him having a great supporting cast around him, he's now a part of the the best defense in the NBA right now and putting on a show against mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. I think inevitably he can work to get to that point where he's playing good defense. But I 
it's hard for me because one, I know what he can be. I've seen what he can be when he's on the court. And I can only imagine what he would be doing if he were to be playing with this Pelicans team right now that is already 1-1 with the top seed in the Western Conference. But I can't ignore the fact that, one, he doesn't want to be there. Two, he struggled to stay on the court. And you can get a plethora of assets if you do move on. The problem with this scenario, the both of them, because there are flaws in both, you keep Zion, without a doubt, the ceiling for the team is the highest that it's going to be if you do trade him, I think. Because he does have the ability to be a superstar, an MVP, one of the top players in the league. But defensively, he doesn't offer anything. He's slow-footed. He kind of has duck feet. Um, he can jump really high, so you know he can block shots. Blocker. Yep. But with the style the Pelicans currently play, I don't know where he fits in, at least defensively, with this group. And... I think the scenario you pick, anybody picks, has to do with how great you think Brandon Ingram can be. Yep. How if he can be the best player in the championship team? If you believe that, then trading Zion He's is the really right move. But if you don't think Bi can be the the number one option on the championship team, then I think trading Zion would be a mistake. Uh, personally, I say trade him to the Knicks. Anyways, um, so wait, do you, you don't think... Yeah, what are we saying right now? You don't think, even if you don't believe Brandon Ingram can be the number one still to trade him because you can maybe potentially get another number one because CJ's kind of a two or a three. Maybe you have Brandon Ingram there. I think CJ's going to play the one long term with... No, the I mean like... CJ's option, a point guard. Like, like No, I mean like he's a number two or three option on the championship oh, okay, team. That's okay, what yeah, I meant. Yeah, Not yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think maybe you can go get all these picks or get you can maybe go get a number one for Zion. Zion can get... Go get you a number one, possibly. Yeah. But, so, who, but who is the number one, though? That's the question. Who's the number one? I mean, what possible teams can they trade Zion to? Uh, like That would move their number one. Yeah, like I, I mentioned the Knicks, but realistically, they don't have any player laughable. there that... We didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't take <laughs> we, we, heard, we heard you when you said it. We just kept it moving. We kept the podcast moving. Maybe Quinn Grimes and IQ can get it done. I don't know. I you're gonna, you're gonna need more, a little five more than that. Five first round picks? <laughs> you're gonna need five. You're gonna need four players and five. five first round picks. Uh, realistically speaking, it's just that the the number one option player that they would need probably just isn't there. Like that that's the reality. And I don't and I don't. Bi is is really great, but it's not. He feels like he's more of a probably a slightly better version of Chris Middleton to a Giannis type of a player. Mm. Like see, like Middleton is 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 down there. He's making the right decisions. He's he's very valuable to the team. But in the moments when you really really need him to be consistently great, I don't know if Bi can be that player yet. And I'm not willing to like put my money towards it, um, but I don't know of the number one option that's that's like available right right now to go trade him. The other problem with with um, Zion is how you have to construct the team because he's at the power four position, and because he can't shoot, because he's going to need the ball in his hands. You're going to need a five who can space out the floor, and because he's also a, um, a spotty defender at best at this point, you're also going to need a five who can space the floor and defend. So you're already putting yourself at a, a massive disadvantage in terms of personnel that you can even put around him. So I, I say, you know, yeah, of course, hold on to him now. But if there is a time, if there's an opportunity that somebody is upset and they, don't, they no longer want to play for the team that they want to play for, bro, throw them the hall. Throw them the hall and, and Zion plus those Lakers picks that you got, bro, you can you can easily get. You can easily get what you, someone that you're looking for for them for that return. This thought just came into my head randomly. Uh what about like Indiana? Who's the guy they're getting back? No, they're getting picks. Tyrese. Like a, ty- a top. Oh, ooh. like a number one. No, Tyrese. Oh, you were thinking Tyrese. I was thinking maybe Indiana can keep Tyrese. 
they can trade Miles Turner with Brogdon and then their top pick. No, no. That sounds... No, but they need... Uh, it doesn't sound horrible when you think no, of the I think idea. Jonas is going to have to... Because, listen, have to remember, a though, lot of picks Zion, are going to be going. Zion will have to get paid first. Me. Yeah. Contract-wise. Mm-hmm. Miles is getting 18. Malcolm's getting, like, 20. So you got to throw... Unless you would throw in Valanchunas, which I think... The, the team the team that I saw with, with the, the potential... I'm, I'm not going to call them mid-players, but, like, players who are great but not first options... Is is probably Toronto. Like Toronto is probably looking like they can't take no more of Pascal Siakam spin moves, so they're probably going <laughs> to just move him. Yo, that'd be interesting. And then put Siakam, solid defender. But isn't that um, just whatever else two, they can get for him? Two fraudulent ones together, Siakam and Brandon Ingram. I actually we don't, don't know. Think, we don't know if we don't know if yeah. Bi is a fraud. Right, so I don't think. That, I don't but, think. I think actually Ingram has a re- really really high ceiling. Okay, so let me not say uh, Brandon Ingram. Pardon me, Brandon Ingram. But Siakam is for sure a fraudulent one. Yeah, he's one. for sure a fraudulent Yeah. He's a spending top. Okay. I like that. All right. Because they had a strong chance to win it last night, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And Siakam the baby lady didn't come through. Well, we ultimately crazy. know that Zion really wants to go to New York, though. They mm-hmm. should just make it happen. That's what I was going to make it harder for them. Because unless I get a top five pick, it's kind of going to stink. But y'all going to have to get first round picks for like four or five years. I'm, that's fine. No, the, but that's what I'm saying. Why, why it's fine your, for y'all. Your Indiana situation does not sound crazy because you give them Brogdon, you give them Miles Turner, you give them three, four, maybe five, who knows, however many picks. We saw Paul George go for like a laundry list of first-round picks. It's not out of the question. What, uh, what, what do you, no, what that's do you, not out of the question. What, you, what do you mean, though? What do you mean? I'm just saying Paul George, a, a superstar A, a certified player. superstar two-way What about Zion machine? for the Clippers? No. We play no. defense. But you're telling me if he has a team that's telling commit. We play. Saying, we play switchable five this, man. This defense. whole thing that Zion won't like won't play defense. I didn't say he won't. He just can't. Can't. I'm saying he won't. I'm saying he won't. Oh, see, right I, now, <laughs> there's nothing that that he's shown me, bro. He's built like me. Me and Zion. <laughs> on the same diet he's plan. played. He's played one full season. That's his fault. So that's that's, that's the problem. That's, that's actually bad. part of the yeah, problem. Yeah. My point being, he's still young in his, into his career. If we only saw once, if we only young saw one season out career, of young and playing only one season and three is terrible. That's not again. Good. But then people would have given up on Joel Embiid, and we wouldn't be talking about an MVP well, candidate it was different. right he now. He was kind of sitting out. Well, he was out. He did not play for almost two full years. Yeah, but the second he was he was sitting out though, it was a little different. Does that make you feel better about that situation? No, it doesn't at all. My what, point being, my I, that's I'm my point saying. exactly. What do you say? Well, it's like if we give up on these players this young, uh-huh. and they end up becoming well, these also MVP. Two ways. But what are we? Two ways. Yeah, star well, true. That's true. But, but yeah. again, Zion already showed that he could be one of the more dominant, potentially even the most MB dominant that player in the NBA. For sure, he showed that. He. It took him how long to be this? Two years. Two years to be this? Oh no, to no, this, a, no, no. But in year two, he was dominant. And year, and year, when Zion's first full year, second he was year, dom- he played, and then the next he year he didn't what, play twenty games, and he played what six over sixty games and last then season. The next year he didn't play. Again, if we give up on these young players I'm not, I'm this early saying. into their career, but the clock is ticking. You know what I'm saying? He's going into year four. No, I'm just talking about like franchise don't got all day to wait. Like as you say, he's going to year four. Correct. For someone of Zion's no, talent, look, they he, got all. He's day. going into year four. Correct. No. But they're gonna have to pay him no. soon, and he hasn't shown them a lot. Like he's been, he was great year two, yeah. But nobody wants to pay for somebody who isn't gonna play. Not saying not, it's his not, fault. Not just, not just soon. He got one year left. 
His one year left on his contract. Well, they have to availability is the best ability. You know what I'm saying? And the next year when he gives you 27 a game. Yet again. But then when he doesn't play the year after that, what are you going to say? The one thing, listen, we have to wait and see on the defense because we haven't seen anything. I can't really defend it. Yeah. But do I firmly believe that if you're asking Zion to commit to, to defense, will he do it? Yes. He has the capabilities. Yeah. Why? No, he does. More Why? Than Why do you believe that? Because <laughs> Zion, shown, me what? and Zion have the same commitment to a diet plan, bro. We can't, like, I'm not going to believe him. That, that, that New Orleans gumbo is probably fantastic. That has nothing to do with the fact that even still, when he's on the court, he is a bad man. He is tough. I can't Offensively, he is tough. I won't lie to you. But there's another side of the game. But you can get better. Yeah, History can. has shown us. He hasn't us. been on the court to get better. See, but that's, that's, what we're sa- that's what we're saying. He hasn't been on the court to yeah. get better. You got to be that's open-minded. Can we be open-minded? Like, okay. Can we be optimistic that uh, he's not on my a, team, a so I superstar caliber player in Zion Williamson can somehow, someway learn how to be a great defender? Maybe. You would really trade not. everybody on your team for Zion right now. Which team? Oh my God! <laughs> he said, "Which team? come on? Which team? Don't laugh at him. No, Don't laugh no, at him because I've had to sit legit, here and be called a bandwagon for Which you to do that. Team? Come the Bulls. on, the Bulls? No, why would I trade everybody for Zion? I said you would. Any player on your team is available to trade for Zion. You think so? Like you would give them up? You for think Zion. I'd give up the marvelous for Zion? Why yes. wouldn't? You? After game one, you yes, would have. At the yeah, game yeah. one, you would have. You God, give up Zach Levine for Zion? He just gave. He just gave Giannis sixteen. He gave. He gave a solid. I ain't giving up nothing. Come on, man. I'm trying, you I'm trading trying. Caruso? Hell yeah. <laughs> are what? You, are you being the best for player Zion? on If I have to just get Caruso for Zion? Yes. <laughs> I was just <laughs> yes. nah, Yo, but Caruso was the best player on the court last night. And and that's with, with uh, bro, DeMar Zion. scored over right, 40. Come on, come on. Caruso, of course, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. But still, come on. We can't ignore the fact that Caruso is eons better than what you were expecting coming into this season. Says the Lakers fan who let him walk. And I was, I was devastated. Say, not eons. Yeah, he was looking like that with the Lakers. I was definitely no. Whoa, I'm listen. I am Caruso's biggest fan at this table. I told both of them Caruso was the real deal. They refused. They thought it was a situation. He goes to Chicago and he proves that he is you know as advertised. Congratulations. Congratulations. What's the real deal? A role player? A solid, <laughs> a, a great role no, player. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, come on, come let's on. not let's not undermine what he does and brings he to the court. Of players. course, no, he definitely I don't does. Undermine role players. And meanwhile, his favorite player of you all do, time though. is you do. You is PJ Tucker. So let's not can we can we not undermine yeah, role I players? PJ Tucker, that's my guy. Again, but you love him because why? Because he does <laughs> a great job in his role. I think he's a bit higher than a role player though. No, he's not. What? What's higher than a role he's player? He's nothing but a role. So then Zion's <laughs> higher than a role player. It's just, I, I mean, excuse me. Um, uh, Lonzo. Lonzo's higher than a role player. Caruso's higher than a role player. No, Lonzo's a thousand percent higher than a role no, player. No, because this is his logic. I'm using his logic, Lo. That's what I'm doing. What's, what, what, is, what is P.J. Tucker? He's not a role player? What is he? He's led the league in corner threes for the last, what, three, what four seasons? You, you see, what does that mean? What is that mean? He's the best corner three-point shooter I've probably seen ever from that well, spot. What, is that Allen? what does that mean? Ray Allen? Um, defensively, he's a Kevin Durant stopper. Kevin Durant said that Kevin he's Durant, the toughest matchup for him. The Kevin Durant stopper is actually Jason Tatum. Let's put it to bed. Well, now, and, Al, now, and Al Horford. Is. And, and Al Horford. And Tony Allen. Never forget Tony Allen. Okay. And Ron Artest. Oh, my God. There's <laughs> a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. a lot of them out there. And, right. and his left I'm hand. I'm sorry, man. I'm Caru- sorry. Caruso is, is fine. He's, a, he's fine. He's an excellent role player. One of the best role players in the league. Don't worry about him because he got. Re- I took my I know, ratio I back. So <laughs> there we go. I took my ratio back. And I'm the only one here that had them taking a game. Yep. So I took my ratio back. So you think it's going to be uh, Bucks in five then? Without I still Chris think, Middleton. I still think the Bucks should, should win the series. Without Chris Middleton, though. The defense has been bad. It's really unfortunate. It really hasn't been as great, nor near as great as last season's. 
I do have Mr. my concerns, DPOY. but I still think I, but listen, Giannis can only do so much, and he's yeah, still been playing great. Yeah. But Caruso, yeah. <laughs> he had him in hell last night. Yeah. But I still, I still feel very comfortable. Milwaukee should win this series, but the Bulls are going to give them some tough games We're for going sure. Home. Unfortunately, home, home. oh wait, you're going home as into Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna say it was it was home. It was home last night. That Milwaukee series, that Milwaukee crowd was crazy. There was a bunch of Bulls fans in there, man. Because they, they right next to I each mean, other. I know, yeah, Bulls fans right are, are international. Yeah, oh, yeah well, I guess, I guess. This past week, there's been a lot of talk about the Most Improved Player Award because the finalists came out. It was Darius Garland, John Moran, and Dejounte Murray, and you had Draymond Green be the spokesperson for why Jordan Poole isn't on there. And why Tyrese Maxey isn't out there. So, do you think that the media this year, or you can say in years past as well, has done a horrible job with the MIP award finalists? Um, well, for me, I always thought they did a solid job up until like this year. You know, I thought it was always. I didn't think this year was that crazy. I mean, because you got to look at like if you let me use a few guys off the top of my head. Paul okay. George, he, he won Most Improved Player of the Year. He went from good player to All Star improvement. Derrick Rose, he went from good player to all-star. He was in the uh, MIP award, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. MIP should be from, like, if you were not good or you were, you know, out of the league, in the league, and then you come up and you turn into a star or caliber-like player. I feel like for Ja, like, the same thing I said for Ant Elvers before, like, we kind of already knew he was going to be a star. Ja Morant, we kind of, he had average 30 in a playoff series against the best defense in the league in Utah. Like, we kind of already had this idea of what he was going to be, how he was going to be in a Jordan Poole was a guy, even Tyrese Maxey was two guys who kind of were like, I don't want to say they weren't playing, but they weren't like what they were this year. So the jump for them, same thing with Desmond Bain, DeJounte Murray, they all made significant jumps in the point of not only just their numbers, but people looking at them as like all-star caliber players. For John Morant, we kind of already knew what he was going to be. So I feel like this year they kind of messed it up in a bit, just giving it to him because his numbers significantly improved, but not looking at it as we already knew what John Morant was going to be. These other guys kind of went from, oh, we think they're good players or they possibly have that potential to now. These are all-star caliber-like players. I understand your sentiment. Yes, we should have projected at least that John Morant was going to enter superstar caliber potential, but you needed to see it over an entire season. To go from 19 points per game, which is already great, really good, I should say, to go to 27 points per game over an entire season and your team's the number two seed in the Western Conference, there's... It gets to a certain point where a player like that needs an award. And even still, let's not even say that he needs an award just because his team's one of the best in the league and he's averaging ridiculous numbers. But to still jump up eight points per game in your average is is something that needs to be respected and acknowledged. Do I, do I agree with Draymond that Jordan Poole was excellent this season and should be a nominee for Most Improved Player? Yes, but... Am I wrong to think that DeJounte Murray is more improved than Jordan Poole? Were we thinking of, of DeJounte Murray as an all-star before this season? Outside of you, River, because you I'm love sorry. DeJounte Murray. That's <laughs> my guy. Are we looking at Darius Garland coming into this season as an all-star? These are guys that respectfully took a, a strong leap in their progressions as a basketball player. And that's credit to Poole. That's credit to Maxi. That's credit to Bain as well because they had excellent seasons. And they, Bain specifically went up nine points per game in his averages as well. Bain's another one that should be upset that he's not in this discussion as well. But you have to look at it in this lens. Garland 
was a part of a team that overachieved this season. DeJounte Murray's team, we were all sat at this table and said they might be the worst team in the NBA in the Western Conference. And somehow, some way, they were a 10th seed in the Western Conference, made the play-in. These three guys are more than deserving of being the most improved player, and John Morant should win it by far. That was a great Look, promo. I agree with you. And at first glance at this, you know, when you hear Draymond give his spiel in a post-game press conference about why Jordan Poole should win it, you're kind of like, yeah, why isn't Jordan Poole a finalist? But then when you go through it, and even Draymond's argument was flawed because he's like Jordan Poole going from G League to where he is now. I mean, this isn't an award over a three-year period. This is an award over the, the previous season. For sure. Jordan Poole last year without Kelly Oubre was averaging 16 points per game. Jordan Poole last year, you can debate, was the Warriors' third best player during stretches last season. He popped off last season. He did. And you look at all these guys' cases, you're right. Darius Garland goes from second-year inefficient player to all-star. Cleveland exceeds expectations. DeJounte Murray, same thing, makes that all-star jump. John Morant is a tricky one, but you're right. He goes from all-star to now we're looking at him as a superstar-level player. Box-office-type caliber player. Because of that, I don't think just because these players who we had expectations, at least on John Darius, because DeJounte Murray wasn't a lottery pick. He was a 29th pick in the draft. Why have people all of a sudden try to make this award, oh, this shouldn't be about most improvement. It should be about which player um, overcame or met expectations. Because what you're basically saying with this award is, oh, Ja and Darius shouldn't get it because they were expected to do this. But this is not what the, this award isn't an expectation award. It's a just an improvement award. And Jordan Poole has no case over Ja Morant in in this in the most improved player award either. Like you look at the statistical jump. The Grizzlies were a better team. The second seed, Warriors were the third seed. Morant made an eight-and-a-half-point jump. Poole made a six-and-a-half-point jump. Poole's efficiency stayed the same from this year to last year. John Morant's efficiency jumped up tremendously. So when you look at the stats, yeah, the expectation argument is, I think, a flawed one. When you actually look at the stats and see who's actually improved, John Morant made a more statistical improvement than Jordan Poole. I don't think just because they have expectations that they shouldn't be in the running for an improved, most improved player. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The, the argument of basically who had a better story doesn't make any sense. If you even look at the, like the rest of the people who who've won the award, like Randall and Ingram, they were top picks. Uh, Ingram was like the second overall pick. He still won it. Um, so he was expected to be the player that he was. Um, same thing you can argue even with Oladipo. He was a top pick when he was drafted as well, so, but he was still expected to be who he was. So it's it's really about the level of improvement, um, not necessarily who has a better story. Um, in terms of I, – I, I genuinely – oh, yeah, another thing I want to say. Second-year players don't win it. Like there's never been a sophomore player who, who's ever won it ever in, in the, the, um, the awards existence. Because it's just, I'm assuming it's just, hey, it's your second year. So, of course, there's some type of improvement. But when you improve beyond that, that's what we want to see. Um, I personally had, think Josh should win it. I think John Morant went from, like y'all said, maybe a weak all-star caliber player to all-NBA. Like, John Morant has an argument to make, like, first or second all-team all-NBA. Like, that's the caliber player he's he's jumped into. And he's leading a, a Memphis Grizzlies team with the second best record in the Western conference. So like that's, those are all the very legitimate arguments. 
and I'm, I don't even mind with the other two. Personally, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with the finals. I thought the finalist selection was fine. Um, people are just kind of upset. Maxime and Bain are not going to receive it because they're second-year players. And Jordan Poole, like you said, if you watched him last year, the second half of last year, you can kind of see a lot of what we're seeing right now already starting to occur anyway. So I have no problem with it. Yeah, I agree. And we're going to move on to the Warriors and talk about them because – they have been flat-out dominant in these first two games versus Denver. They played tonight, game three, in Denver. Um, I don't know about you, Lo. I know about you, Drew, that uh, you weren't very high on the Warriors. Riv and I, actually, we picked the Warriors to win the championship this year. Here. How, are you Before the on, how are you putting that on me? Because mm. you picked, you said the Lakers would win 65 games. But that has nothing to do with <laughs> You said that? That's the take. There it is. This man you just, said that? I'll tell you what, Lo. He just wanted you to know that I said the Lakers would win 65 games because I've been putting on such a clinic today. He had to bring me down a peg. You know what? I get oh, it. Man. I understand it. We, ha- we had some clinic. bad moments. But, <laughs> yeah, um, clinic is a wrong word. It's all right. Picking Lakers in 65 games. Hey, listen, man. man. That's earlier in the season. Here we are, April 21st, 2022. We you moved trusted different. Trevor Ariza. Hey, man. Again. <laughs> you were one of those people? Man, that's tough. <laughs> Come on, Lo. Aren't you a Laker fan, too? I am, but I'm not delusional. I am delusional, especially when it comes to LeBron James. What were your expectations for the Lakers this year? Me? Coming into the season. Coming into the season. Coming into the season, for sure, make the playoffs. Like, I thought they were going to make the playoffs and potentially compete. After two months, though, I was like, oh, yeah, Yeah, the ship is... Listen, (laughs) it was early. It was very early. You know somebody uh, sent a video. He tagged me on a video on Twitter. It was a clip from the podcast that I was like... What are the odds the Lakers missed the playoffs this year? I saw that. And then I was like, and then we like talked about LeBron getting hurt, and I said, if LeBron gets hurt, this team is a lottery team. Yeah, man. They're that bad. Good for you, man. Damn. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good for you. No, but Riv and I... I was not low on Riv the Warriors. I, I just was not locked for them to win the Western Conference Finals. That's That wasn't me. That's Look, still stupid. R- Riv and I... <laughs> Riv and I were high on the Warriors all season long, even before the season... Listen, Lo, you fell off it? on them. You no, fell off on them. You said that the Suns were going to win the Western no, Conference. You fell off on Steph. He didn't fall off on the Warriors. He said that the Suns were, were the— No, I didn't. You know I don't remember that. I say that? I didn't say that. It was like maybe a couple nah, weeks bro. ago. I didn't say that. <laughs> I've always picked the Warriors. That's not that crazy, though. That's not that crazy. The Suns were— It's not. Exactly. That's literally the Western Conference Finals. It's literally delusional to me. Probably. Unless the Grizzlies have something to say about it. No, but Low. Unless the Grizzlies have something to say What were your expectations for the Warriors coming into the season? Actually, I made a video saying, like, the words are back. Like, before the season, okay. began, like, the words are back. Like, all this talk about how the window of opportunity is closed. I I, they, I never understood it. Every player just needed to be healthy. And, like, I, I don't know. The, the conversation about the Warriors and Curry has been nasty over the past three years. He used to act as if, like, he never won a championship before Kevin Durant arrived. It was, it was, it was tough. It was tough. Um, but I to see where they are right now, to be, uh, to be fair, though, I'm not going to overreact too much to them – Demoralizing, arguably the worst team in the playoffs. Embarrassing. I'm not, I'm Amen. Not do that. Embarrassing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But they they look extremely good, and especially with D book out now, but there's, there's a very realistic chance that they could find themselves in the finals. To be fair, are they going to win it? I, I don't know what's going to go in the Western Conference. I mean, Kevin Durant, uh, he apparently doesn't have a left hand anymore. No, so really. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Relevant. To be fair, low. We're making them look like the worst team in the playoffs right now. No, they so, are the worst they're not team. The worst no, team. no, 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 they Who's, are. They are. They're, they're the worst not the team. worst team. Who is better than that? You think the Pels will make them look this bad? Honestly, honest, honest God, if they played in the series. I think, th- I think the Pels from top to bottom is just a better but team. But do you think they would make them look this embarrassing? 
Uh, no, because they need more guard play. They they don't have as much. We're just guard. making them look terrible. Oh yeah, it's it's a bad matchup. It's We're just making matchup. them look embarrassing. Now I'm gonna start my monologue. Mm. To the question: <laughs> Can can anyone stop the Warriors? No. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Can you stop? Let me in the in the West. Right. In the West. Let me take my hat off. Let me take my Warriors hat off. Let me be unbiased. No, in the West, it's a no. Say right. what you chest. You know nobody can stop the Warriors. They're winning the Not championship. The no, they're, 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 winning they're the undoubtedly winning the chip. I, I swear to God on my life, uh, I will put $1,000 they'd win the championship. Go. I can't wait to They're talk. winning the championship. They're coming out the West if they are healthy, and I've been saying this all season. You guys, p- people on Twitter, Instagram, been running around, oh, my God, the Suns are better. Oh, my God, the Grizzlies are better. Okay, yeah, the Grizzlies won in the regular season. They won the series of series. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Clay missed some games. Dre missed a game. But okay, you could take those wins. Phoenix was all excited because they beat us twice. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Clay missed some games. Dre missed some. This team, this the, the big five has not played a game since that first game of the playoffs. And I already told people all year, if those five play, you have Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Dre, and then you have Poole. Who's really going to – you have to beat them four times. There's nobody that can stop them. Dre his best defensively. Wiggins being one of the best perimeter defenders on that team. Steph, Clay, get hot. Poole, get hot. Be that guy. Wiggins just turns into a spot-up shooter, which he's comfortable in that role now, just being able to at times maybe exploit a mismatch or hit that open three and then defensively rebound for them and be that perimeter defender. Clay still being able to guard the second or third best player on any of the other team and then him getting hot. There's no team that can realistically – beat them and then all the spacing around them like it's just like the phoenix is a great story you know they won 60 games they're incredible chris paul and devin booker that's a great team if they match up you have to beat the big five four times i don't think they can do it chris paul's cooked he's old i'm sorry i'm just gonna be honest with you they can't do it memphis is a young team i like the team they're a team that really gives us a lot of trouble but like i said if the warriors are healthy defensively and offensively there's just no team in the West in the playoffs, in a playoff atmosphere that can necessarily beat them. I was hearing Dallas noise two, three weeks ago. I was hearing all that. Sometimes I even heard some t- uh, the Joker, he's going to come in. I'm not going to say who said this, but they tweeted out Nuggets and Seven. He's an idiot. We're going to just walk away from that. We're just going to walk away from that. And if somebody agreed with him, I was very upset. But we're just going to walk away from that. Who said that? Not important, but we're just we're just gonna walk away from that. No, so you can you can say his name. Warriors coming out the West, man, and the only team in the East that fears me, probably the Boston. You know what, man? Boston and I, does. And, and yeah, I really Boston was sure. waiting because there was a reason why you were staying so away from the Eastern Conference and really just going all in on the Western Conference because there is one team in the Eastern Conference that I know for a fact you don't want to play. You're gonna tell me the this- Boston. Celtics. Oh, no, I would love to play them. Love it's, to play them is strong. strong. That'd be a love great series. Why would I not strong. love to play a not, tough not series? Not love, not love, not love. We're not, listen, you want to talk about matchup? Because they well, don't Steph ha- has already seen a boxing one. He's already seen that. I know old lanky Dursnake is struggling over there, but, the but difference Steph is, has already listen, seen that. And, and shout out to JC because he put it very perfectly. What is that? The fact that Steph Curry's ability to play off ball benefits yeah. him in a box and one. Kevin Durant, who's more of an isolation basketball player, box and one, it, it, it's killer. It's now, better. you don't want to play the Boston Celtics because their lineup's so versatile. It, it, defensively, it does not matter who. You want them to play you, small? You, you want sure. Al Horford out you there on the island you want them to play Curry? Some, because Rob Will will be healthy come finals. Rob Williams will come back, yeah. Rob Will will be healthy come finals. You put in White. To, to now play that small ball lineup, or you want to put in Grant Williams, who's been excellent for them all season yeah. long. 
This is not a great matchup for your Warriors. Listen, do I think that the Warriors could go to the finals? Yes. Do I still think that the healthy Suns team is going to put up a great series against them? Yes. Will I still side with the Suns? Yes. So but you, as it currently stands, so you mean to tell me I'm not overre I'm not overreacting to you guys beating up but, on a team that when Jokic isn't on the court, they're the worst well, team in basketball. When he's on the court, they're also the worst team in basketball. As of right now. Hey, well, what, listen, what you your, guys okay. are killing them. Wait, wait, what hold, hold, hold on, Joe, yeah, just real yeah, quick. I just want to hold on, hold on. So you mean to tell me that a, a, this Boston Celtics team that can go small, that's a bad matchup for the best small ball team in the league. No, because they match up very well against you but guys. But that doesn't mean point. it's a bad match. They're playing, but, they're, they're, their strength is, they're, they're going to go small, which is basically putting us at our best. But the thing is, that's small ball. They can play small. That's they fine, can, but that's it doesn't our, matter that's what they us do. at our best. Small they've ball. Been, they've, they've shown been that they can be the best team how? in the NBA this season. We won 51 games and our players were hurt. How, how have they shown and, that? Since the All Star break, the Boston Celtics have been the best team in basketball. That's wait, facts. But you said, but wait, wait, but you said they, at their best they can be with us. No, 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 no. No, they no. can That's, be anyone in the NBA. It's that. It's that simple. Yeah, they've been the best team in the All Star break. Because Jason missed Tatum time, had one Dre of, missed time. But Jason okay, Tatum had a horrible game. The Boston Celtics had arguably their worst half yeah. since the All Star break. Well, and Brooklyn they can't won. guard. Okay, Brooklyn so, can't guard, so, but we can guard. So here we are. You know what? You guys throw the legs in my face. You guys sat here and told me that the Nets were going to win in six games. It's, it's, Bro, it's, it's too well. It's too my well. point being is they can't guard, but we're now, but offense. now we're we're minimizing a great win that they were down double digits. I didn't. I didn't oh, know. Wait, hold up. Nobody's. Min- we haven't even got into the Nets yet. How are we minim- How are we minimizing <laughs> their win? We haven't even got to the Celtics yet. Nobody's minimizing the Boston. River Celtics. literally just said they can't guard. No, it's about the Nets. That's, guard. that's my point. But you, you, so you think the Nets can guard? No. So but I'm saying we can guard. Was, we can guard. You can guard, but even still, they're the best defensive team in the NBA. We were the best defensive team in the NBA when we were healthy. You know that, right? We yes, were running but, away with but that. But that was before the All-Star break. Because we before got hurt. The, after, but that, before but the that, injuries listen, derailed us. That does not matter to we're me at all now. when they've shown against the best offensive duo in the NBA that they can minimize the, the quote-unquote so, best score so wait, of all so, time. So you're telling me, so and Kyrie wait, hold on, became wait, 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 irrelevant. Let me ask this wait, so you called the Nets the best offensive duo in the NBA. Yeah, you're right. They're the best offensive duo. Are they the best offensive team? Are they a better offensive team than the Warriors? Absolutely not. So, but okay, my point so. being is if you can minimize – Probably the didn't second they score best. Like 120 points last game. 100. No, they scored under 115. I think so it was like 113. They 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 <laughs> they barely did anything, and Kevin Durant was four of 17 with a majority of his points coming from Look, the free throw line. We're on the Celtics Nets thing way too much, and I just want to react to what well, you because said. I'm telling you right now, the Celtics are the team the Warriors yeah, yeah, yeah. do okay. not want to yeah, play. Yeah. Okay. It's that simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll it's, gonna, it's going to be a great matchup for sure. But tactic, the Warriors are scared. Come on. Let's, <laughs> come on. We have the come best players. The Warriors series. would be the favorites in that series. Not saying that the favorites God. win, but they'd be the favorites in that series. For one, you talk about the Celtics. Oh, they played the worst offensive half. Is Kevin Durant not having the worst two game stretch of his entire career? And why right now? is that? Because he doesn't know how to pass. Because he's ball. playing against he the can't best. Go left. He can't go left, and he's playing against the best defense in the NBA. Jason Tatum has him in hell. What does, what does Draymond have Joker, Game though. two. Respect, mm. pay respect, but pay that's respect. it. That's all they have. It's but Jokic it's and the, no one else. All they have is Katie and Kyrie. What but, the okay, hell? But we're talking about the Celtics here. But we're talking about the but Warriors. I'm, no, but I'm telling you who the who the Warriors are going I'm just against. You who Dre locked up. It's all, okay, game two. I understand. Is Dre, is Dre locking Tatum? No, he's not going to guard Tatum. But he's locking the Joker, Cause he, cause the best offensive big in the league. Okay, he's what he's. I'm pay not, respect. Just pay respect. That's what I'm saying. Just pay respect. This is irrelevant <laughs> to my conversation <laughs> here because all I've done is acknowledge that yes, y'all are smacking Wait, hold this up, Nuggets hold team, up. This but is, it, I'm not overreacting to this it. This is what I don't get because game two, yeah, Kevin Durant was 
The defense on him game two, 100% I give Boston credit. Game one, he was just missing shots. Okay, but you sat here. No, and, what? Either, he was what? Missing shots. either way you want to shoot. Game one, he was missing shots. The defense, he had the, great looks. That the he was just, the he defense makes. that the Celtics have played, games one and game two, Amazing. has been a borderline flawless. The only Thank reason why you. I wouldn't say flawless is because Kyrie Irving could do no wrong that game. Because they can't stop him. But you know what they did? The next game, they basically completely removed him from the equation. That, he was irrelevant. It wasn't even like he was on the basketball court. Facts. Yeah, they played amazing defense. I'm going to double down on what you said, River, about the Warriors. Talk to me. The Warriors are winning the championship. It's as simple as that. Too safe. I don't care. Too safe. Just you, you said that I got the safest safe. takes. Too safe. This what is are safe. you talking about? This is safe. What's safe about it? We. It's not like we're just making this take. We've been making this take since oh, August. Games, since you August. fell off. I never fell you off. You fell off. I don't know off. why you're saying that. I really you don't know why. I, I don't know why you're saying that. Maybe you dreamt it. Maybe you dreamt it. Maybe you dreamt it. I don't know what not you're saying. Me. I never fell off. I had the Warriors coming out the West. You check my bracket on Twitter that I put. I have the Warriors winning the championship. I don't know what you're talking about. The Warriors with Draymond and Steph Curry playing, they're 29 and 7. That's an 80% win percentage, the best win percentage of any team in the NBA, even the almighty first seed Phoenix Suns. Although the Suns are the first seed, they can't beat Golden State fully healthy. They just can't. We saw their matchups earlier in the season. Excuse me. It's just when the Warriors get hot, there's nothing you can do. No doubt. And the Suns just don't have enough offensive firepower to to fight against Golden State. Yes, they're dominating Denver. Yes, Denver isn't a good team outside of Jokic. We'll get to Jokic later on. But you're right. The Golden State Warriors are making the Nuggets look worse than they are. Like they it's looking so bad. Jokic who averages 26, 13 and around 8, eight. in the regular mm-hmm. season. In the playoffs, he's averaging 26, 10, and 6, but he hasn't, he's 0 for 8 from 3 this series. He's shooting 48% he's been from poor, the field. He's been poor from 3 point for a little while now, though. But he hasn't hit a 3 this okay, series. No, he's, he's, been, he's, he's, been, eight. he's been worse than he's been normally, but even still, he hasn't been a great 3 point shooter. And we talk about Steph. I mean, 25 points per game in a series, averaging 22 minutes per game. Yo, I don't care who Boston has. Nobody can guard <laughs> Steph. Marcus Smart, DPOY. Marcus Smart can't? He can't guard Steph. He can't guard Steph. What are Steph. you about to say? I'm I, not saying that he's locking him up. He can guard Steph Curry. So what's guarding 28 points makes you think Smart can? Marcus Smart has been the best defensive player in the league. Forget about the award. He has been... Perfect almost all season. Look at what he's been doing to the Nets. He's locking up Steph. He doesn't he, even guard Kyrie again. I said he's not locking him up where he's completely taking him out of a game, but he is 100% making Steph Curry struggle. The flaw with that is that it's not like Steph Curry plays ISO, they're going to set a bunch of screens to get smart. And Marcus Smart works over screens. What if you've watched him all, se- all season long? He goes over screens, he fights through screens to stay on ball. Recency bias. I'm talking about I, I, the whole season. Go ahead. Let me try to figure out. Wait, wait, wait. Who do, who do you if in, in the series? Who are you saying will win in the series? Celtics or Warriors? Me, I have the Celtics. Mm. I have the Warriors in six, man. It's a great series. I gotta go in this. I'm gonna I'm 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 be honest with you. I would I would more so prefer if the Bucks are 100 percent healthy. I would say the Bucks because the Bucks would have to size. actually news news just broke that Middleton is going to miss the remainder of the first round. Yeah. Oof. So, but let me yeah. let me ask you this, Lo. Yeah, he's going to miss the Is there a the team that matches up with Milwaukee better than Boston right now? Milwaukee's no, a Boston, bad matchup for Boston. I other think. way around no. because they have the answer for Giannis. I think Philly matches up with Boston. What? Al, Al, Al Horford and Rob Williams. Are you serious? 
You can't be serious. I'm serious. Why was Miami, 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 Miami matches up better now, now than with um, the Bucks. Miami matches up better with they the Bucks for sure because they've shown in the past that they can. They do have it. the game but, plan to stop them. But true or false, you guys talking so much messed up my point initially. Sorry, bro. Uh, that's all right. You talk about Rob. Will. Oh, excuse me. I got it. Rob Will and Embiid. Get, excuse me. Rob Will and Al Horford absolutely put Embiid in hell. What's the difference between doing that with Giannis? Wait, because wait. Embiid is posting up and is not as great as a passer as Giannis is. True, but, but, but Embiid has done a great job of working on his passing. But you're right, Giannis is well, a Embiid better passer. Embiid is also a lot of finesse and just he wants to do a lot of this extra stuff on the perimeter. Giannis is just a grown dominant man. He's just going to go down there and do what he needs to do. He's not he's not going to play with his. But food. that is a great wall. Even still, Rob Will and Al Horford are going to do a solid job defensively. Who is Rob Will helping off of, or, or Al Horford? They have shooters everywhere. Who is because I mean, because I mean, fair enough, Drew Holiday. He, he sometimes shoots like Eric Bledsoe sometimes, so that's kind of tough. But if if I have <laughs> if I have um, Giannis like penetrating the paint, especially if they trying to play small and I don't have that Brook Lopez on the floor, then it's literally sh- shooters around four in shooters every out position. there. Huh? Four is four shooters out there. And yeah, you can shooter, play small yeah, if they four. have Al Horford out there because you can put yeah. Chris Middleton or like a guard on Al Horford. You can do it. Yeah. It's so it's four. like they're gonna play four shooters out there, and I, they could probably Boston's probably gonna play a zone. Or they're gonna do if they do this switchable, it's gonna be tough because then you're gonna get a Derek White on Giannis, or you're gonna get and Marcus Smart is elite. Don't get me wrong, he's an elite defender, but this is playoff basketball. Marcus Smart cannot guard Giannis. I don't care oh, no, what you no, say. No. So it's like it's gonna be a switch, of course and not. then you're gonna have to help. It's, it's gonna be in the Eastern Conference. The worst matchup for the Boston Celtics is the healthy Milwaukee Bucks team. It's as simple as that. That's their worst matchup. If they and I and I would and I would go as far as say a healthy Milwaukee Bucks team. It's harder for the Warriors just because they don't really have an answer for Giannis. Yeah, exactly. Or they, the or they would have to spend two two players. Any team that's going small with the Warriors, that's bad for you. The Warriors are the best small ball team in NBA history. That's what they do. You're playing to their strength. To it's beat true. them, you have to dominate inside and have it big. That's why if Denver was healthy, this would have been a little bit more different. But it's not. Like, it's just not. No offense to Boston. No, Even if Denver was healthy, this, I don't think it would. Yeah, I don't think. No, I mean, Denver, I'm just saying, it, it, it wouldn't look like it, w- it. wouldn't look like what it's about to look like for about a couple. Because it's days. four games. It's about it's to look four like games. four really bad games. Might have been six. Uh, Maybe five. Hey, shout out to Curry though, man. Shout out to Curry. I'm happy he's back, man. Yeah, and, I'm, to and Steph Curry done selfishness on display to be on the bench and oh then. Not care. That, he, listen, even though I know that you're not happy that he's the one delivering this, he's so right. The fact that he is as selfless as he is to come off the bench and, and not care or put his ego at the forefront by any means. Tim Duncan, like. Now, honestly, there's no Might one. Be more. No, exactly. He could not be more <laughs> right. Tim Duncan, did, there, I don't think he came off the we bench. Have nev- no, the we've never. You know? No, we've never seen a player as selfless as Curry. Because name another superstar that's deferring to Kevin Durant. Name another superstar that is will- Carmelo Anthony, who was washed. D Wade. D Wade. Okay, yeah. not I, I like D-Wade. it. But, I like but, it. But no, but no, no other superstar is going to defer to somebody so much. Like Jordan so Poole. Defer, defer to yeah, defer to Jordan Poole to the degree of coming off the bench. Like yeah. I don't, I've never in my life. Seen I wouldn't that. do it either. I, I ain't that's setting you. a great example for Jordan Poole when I think exactly. they're probably going to make him a six man. Curry, he, he'll Curry, be the six yeah. man. You could argue he's the greatest leader of all time. Yeah, he's going to win six man of the year in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, didn't he say he doesn't want to have that type of role? Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but I could have swore that that was a a, a thing. No, nah, he just said. I genuinely don't think he cares. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to win. He said him. It's just yeah. about winning. So whatever, mm-hmm. whatever helps him win, it doesn't really matter. So I have. So we know that the Warriors now have this new death lineup. It has like a 204 offensive rating with a uh, oh my God. Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Bro, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. 
I'm going to name you guys some new nicknames for this death lineup and let me know what you guys think of it. Uh, death Pool. Nah. It's too based on Jordan Pool. Golden Boys. Tough? No, because I don't want to sound... It's Golden Girls. Uh, you know what? Never yeah, mind. Smart, 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 smart. smart. Why, not just, why not just do the thing that everybody's doing? That's Tom Oh, yeah, okay. See what? PTSD. No, but that's four of them. Don't leave Wiggins. Wiggins. Come on. Don't why leave, would not? Don't come leave Wiggins. Wiggins is a come on. I can't leave Wiggins out, bro. I'm sorry. He's a backup. I, I can't leave Wiggins. I can't leave Wiggins. You can't. You can't. Fantastic Five. Cheesy. Not listen. Deathcon Five. Deathcon. Deathcon Five Death is Con the five toughest is tough. one. Yeah, it's the toughest one. Deathcon Five. I saw. I saw one that that was a pool party. <laughs> but that thing is too. It's too Jordan pool based. Like when pool's going off, it's a pool party. That's cool. But talking about all five of them, it's either Deathcon Five. Or like he said, PTSD, Tell but you can't leave out Wiggins. Steve Kirby, true. You can. Yo. You can leave out Wiggins, dog. You can't. Nah, you can't. Stop. Yes, you can. You can't leave out Wiggins in two years anyway. Listen, we're talking, you're talking about all-star Andrew Wiggins. Starter. They're going to they're gonna leave out Andrew Wiggins. Come on, dog. When they do the documentary, if they win, Andrew Wiggins never played for them. I'm telling y'all, bro, Steve Kirby tricking y'all in the regular season, man. He's me, different. He be having y'all think they bad. In reality, they just <laughs> nice, bro. Can you stop, bro? This is their first year back, really. Bro, he plays 11 minutes with that lineup, bro. He's, he's tricking <laughs> y'all. He's playing with y'all. Bro. I'm telling you, watching against Memphis, they're going to play like 50 minutes. Watch. What about Warrangers? The what? What? Like Avengers, but like with war and Oh, my front. God. Throw it away. Throw it away. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's trash. No, that's trash. No, that's See, yeah, as soon as I came up with something original, I knew it wasn't going to hit. But I was like, fuck it. We're going we gonna to ride regardless. Yo, that's a war. Golden Boys, I don't hate. I don't hate. That one's weird. PTSD is crazy. PTSD is know. tough. PTSD is like Defcon 5, PTSD, no doubt. They have a new name every damn year. It's sick. Hampton Five is goaded. Hampton Five is goaded. Yo, I'm pushing that agenda. By the way, just letting y'all know. Let me hear it. Katie and Kyrie ain't shit without Steph and LeBron. I'm pushing that all. And, all I, and t- listen, all hey, 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 I'm gonna dab you up through the screen, my boy. Yo, we, <laughs> come on, I'm, I'm pushing, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for, I'm that narrative that very I'm strong. For it, bro. I'm pushing that come narrative. Come on now, bro. that's such Steph facts. Yeah. I'm ready for that agenda, dog. The amount of people who saying that they were acting as if like. KD made Steph's career was nasty, bro. I was like, bro, y'all got all the way around. Yeah, Steph Curry made KD. If Brooklyn does not come out the first round, that narrative, I'm gonna post it every week. It's gonna be nasty. It's gonna be nasty. Bro. And I have a, a, a friend, like my boy, KD fan. Yeah, I'm gonna troll him every day. Yeah, I'll, let me know his at. I'll get in on that. Before we get on to the next segments, a quick word from DraftKings. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now, on to this week in the NBA. Uh, just recent news about some injuries. A Chris Middleton, like you mentioned, low, expected to miss three to four weeks with an MCL sprain. I actually do think Chicago can give the Bucks a run for their money without Chris Middleton now. 
I think instead of this being a five-game series or even sweep as I originally predicted, it's going to probably go to six, and I wouldn't be surprised if it does go to seven. Now, this week in the NBA, we got to give credit where credit is due to Mr. Joel Embiid for hitting a buzzer, well, not a buzzer beater, a game-winning three, buzzer beater when the shot clock runs out, hitting a, a turnaround fadeaway three to put the team up in overtime against Toronto to give them a 3-0 lead. Now, it begs the question, is he putting together a more impressive season than Jokic, given the fact that his team is dominating in the playoffs, and we're looking at Jokic where his play has deteriorated and his team is getting dominated on the other side? For me... Ah, but the Raptors. Raptors. <laughs> what the hell? No, you can't. The Raptors versus the Warriors. What are we talking about right now? No, for sure. But at the same time, Joel Embiid has been dominant, and regardless of that fact, however you want to put it, the Raptors defensively were supposed to I'm be glad, a solid. I'm glad unit. you brought up the Raptors because I just want to say this real quick to the Raptors fans. <laughs> Don't you, get rude because you were the you, you were the no, only no, no, one that on, you had. On. You Raptors fans are weird. And it's a whole country, and I've noticed that about you guys. <laughs> you, I picked you guys to make the playoffs, right? And then towards the back end of the year, I said, I don't think you guys can beat Philly. You literally went into our comment section, and you called me an idiot. A lot of you called me an idiot, said, I don't know what I'm talking about, said this, that, and the third. Now you're down 3-0, and you guys are terrible. And I just want you to know I'm never rooting for you guys ever again. I will want you to fail for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> I disrespected me in ways... I don't even understand why. And you really thought you were going to win. Now you you're saw down the comment. You posted a comment they said about Yeah, you. they just talk about working McDonald's. Now look at you guys watching your team nah, I'll suck. T- I'll tell you what. That was crazy. Yeah. And I understand wholeheartedly why you're going to And I'm going to take a time. W. Yeah, no, Hell, for sure. Ratio. But we can, <laughs> but we can be real. If if Pascal or Fred play a quarter Fred Van Lee is getting outplayed by a 21-year-old. Yo, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. He is. On somebody this week in the NBA, Ben Gordon, Michael Jordan, Derrick Rose, all Chicago Bulls players that's had 40 on the road. A young man, he joined the rankings yesterday, DeMar DeRozan. He put on a master young class. Yeah, he is old, right? Like 31. An old man, a veteran seasoned man. He, uh, Respect. you know. Respect. Hey, he, put yeah. on a, he put on a master class in Milwaukee. Energy was lit. Game was fire. Bucks was making a comeback. All he wanted to do was just get Giannis in the switch. Everything after that was money. Mid range, mid range, DPOI. Mr. DPOI, Mr. The, the guy they, the self proclaimed best two way player in the league. Just want to let y'all know Kawhi would have never let that happen. Oh my but that's not God. Even here nor Can there. you stop it? He wouldn't have. But that's Can not you here nor stop there. it? Shout out to DeMar, though. That was a great game. He put the team on his back, 1 1. Vooch has been playing good. Maybe I don't want him to get traded. Yo, Vooch Maybe has been looks, playing very you know well these last two games. We're going back home. United Center has been one of the best arenas all year. It's going to get lit, so it's going to be loud. Who's the best two-way player in the NBA? Kawhi, when healthy. Giannis. 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 Is it not Tatum now? <laughs> what? Stop. Please, stop. It's Giannis. Yo, it's Giannis. listen, low, low, it's Giannis. low. Here we go. Here we go. He, it's Giannis. he is on to something. He's not. He's on no, to something. He's not. Yes, he's not. he is because we never doubted Tatum's offensive abilities. Now he's a better he's, offensive player than Giannis. 
Tatum is. Yeah. No, he's not. Yes, oh, he yes, he is. Jason Tatum yes, is a better offensive player than Yes, he is. Why are we, like, ignoring no, Kawhi? I don't like that. Stop, stop, stop. Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't gets play the same not, level of defense not as he used to. In this conversation. Even, but, because my thing with Kawhi is, you, and when you say who's the best, I feel like you're talking about at their best. When it's time to really do that, who can do it? And I think that's Kawhi, easily. When it's playoff time, at his best, when it's time, yo, when you tell Kawhi, yo, I need you to get into that mode, he's the best defender uh, I'm not. I'm not waiting era. for Kawhi. I'm, I'm not saying you know what. You're being vote. very critical on Zion, who's younger than Kawhi, but he has a ring. He has two rings. Okay, yes, but he's Whatever also getting. Whatever you're gonna say doesn't get, matter. He's he getting. Two rings. He's getting older. He's missed a full season. Now, are you rings. as confident I'm, for him to come back and I'm be Kawhi thousand, Leonard? I'm a thousand percent. Confident. See, but then. And the way Jason Tatum has like been this. locking up Kevin Durant, come on. I, I don't, I don't, come on. Have, I, have I feel like we talking. need to see more consistency. No, he's talking. He's, he's talking. He's well. blocked him multiple yes. times. Yes, we need to see consistency. You, two games don't tell me you the best two way player in the league. He also, showed it all season. The, he's not the. He he's not the main reason why they're playing team defense on K- KD. It's not. No, like no, you're right. You're right. Jason Tatum. He's had individual possessions where you're like Kevin Durant can't do anything. Multiple, multiple. I agree. But so has Al Horford though. Like, what are we saying right now? But Al Horford is is solid. Yes, KD's been bad. No doubt about it. But we still have to give credit where credit is due to Jason Tatum. And yes, Al Horford, for that matter of fact, as well. But we can't ignore that. Yes, even still, that Tatum struggled offensively last night. When it mattered most, Tatum came to play and was clutch for them down the street. If Al Horford had Tatum's offensive game, he might be the best two-way player. Wait, so can Embiid... Okay, all right, all right, all right. Can Embiid be the best two-way player in the league? No, he doesn't play defense at the level that we're talking about, man. But he's a better offensive player than Giannis. I think so. Bro, why are y'all saying this? Y'all just speaking right now. Nah, no. I mean, what, what what does Giannis do better than Embiid except score in the paint? You can't answer that because it's not pass. No pass. Yeah, he does pass better. I tell you, way better. Right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But Tatum, I, 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 Tatum, Tatum is, is, is a very underrated passer. He's but is he better than Giannis. It's not far. It's off. a conversation. Paul nah, George, not really? It's a conversation. Nah, not really. No. Nah, it's Yo. a, an offensive. You want to talk about scoring? Who's a better scorer? Hey, who's a more versatile scorer, Tatum? Who's a more productive scorer, is Giannis? Hmm. Mm. That's like because it's, it's tough. It really That's is a co- like you're shutting it down, and I understand. No, it's not really com- because no, it's, of it's the not, defense, though. It's not Tate, a conversation. Tatum, it's not a conversation with Tatum for me. It's not Tatum a conversation. Not, 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 not yet. It's not a conversation not with Tatum. Tatum he's, just he has not shown enough. He doesn't have enough. He said, he "Is it getting to, if he, is it getting to the which is fine? Yes. Listen, right. I'm saying Giannis, but it is not crazy to at least project that is, Tatum is on that way. Are you saying right now? He's saying right he now. Actually, he, he right actually, now is is pro, is definitely close. And see, no, it, it's, it's not I'm, close. I don't disagree. It's not close. Him and Giannis, I'm taking Giannis. It's not close. I'm taking Giannis not has close. a sizable gap on defense. Yes. Like a yes, full yes. book. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's not Correct. close. But like, not Tatum was the best wing defender this season. Fair. For for regardless you want it's to say from the second half. No. Do, no. I'm about to say, from what are you saying? St- what are you saying? Statistically, he was the best wing defender. What, for There's half no for such half thing. This is all-star break? Bro, Wait, what stats though? There was the his plus minus was better. That's a team. His stat, defensive though. rating was better. That's also a team number. Uh, uh, I understand that, but you can still about half a year. You can st- You're talking no, about half but a year. it took account. Listen, it took so in half a year he became the best? Yes. Because his team a, got, became number bro, one. in half yes, a year, bro. he got those defensive rating numbers because yes, he's his, always on the court with Marcus Smart, yeah. Robert Williams, no one's taking Jalen Brown. No, and no one's taking that away from him. No, Bridges has still, been the best You can defender. use your eyes and still see that Jason Tatum's an excellent defender. But Bridges has no, been the best wing defender. He's the best wing defender. Bridges has been the best wing defender. He's not the best wing defender. I wouldn't even say he's better than Herb Jones. This season as a wing defender? That's tough. That's tough. He's just not. He's just not. Tatum's not. 
Tatum is he's a, a, he's, a he's an improved defender. Tatum is a great Look, defender. Look, I, I understand that Giannis I mean, averages more Tatum than Tatum. Tatum should be an All NBA de- defensive. I can probably name a few more. Man, you're dragging. You're, you're taking right you're now. taking Mikel Bridges at first team for sure, and Tatum could be second Giannis. team. But Giannis, Giannis is probably uh, going to be first. Okay, team. are you first? First. Yes. Okay. Giannis Giannis can be first. That's possible. You're right. You're right. Well, then Rob Rob Williams would be second team. He should be. He should be at minimum on one, uh, the first or the second team. So you're telling me Tatum over Jalen Brown on that defensive team? Yeah, absolutely. This year, Tatum this year, this, yeah. th- this year showed out more than ever oh, on defense. Man. I just feel like listen. I'm taking Giannis. It's, it's, I, I'm, the conversation, I'm with you. The look, but let's not let's not defensively. Shit on Giannis Tatum. is better than Tatum, but um, yeah, it's a gap. O- offensively, even though Giannis averages more than Tatum, bro, I think Tatum's a better offensive player. Oh man, there it is. I love it. It's the bag Twitter. That's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> the bag Twitter. I love it, man. The bag Yo, Twitter. Yo, Jason Tatum. Ball don't stop, man. I just really, I don't know. Tatum's offensive game, I think. Listen, is, I'm, you yeah. don't have to tell me. Yeah. I'm with you. I just you. think the gap on defense is pretty big. Fair. What but happened it, What happened to Tatum's bag last night? <laughs> but when you needed him most, what happened? He locked down. Defense, he locked, yeah, he right. lo- no, he locked down defense, and then he hit the big, one of the two biggest shots of the game. Yeah, they probably wouldn't be down though if he showed up the first two. <laughs> nah, but see, but when you need him most, let's not let's not slander him, but not also acknowledge at the same time that sure he was bad, but when you needed him most, he came through. How many seasons has Tatum been great defensively? Great one. Great How many dish, seasons has Giannis been great defensively? Probably in like five since his oh, okay. most improved conversation. Dead. Yeah, listen, yes. Again, I agree with y'all, but let's not scoff at Tatum. I, I will scoff at that conversation. I'm going to scoff at him no. if you compare it's him to Giannis. No. It's, not, it's too early. Cause you're, listen, because the defense is fine. I'm fine with you saying defensively Giannis, but when we talk about offense, I, I can't be here for a scoffing I mean, on offense. it's two-way. For sure, but even it's still. a combination we're, we're, of both. But we're not if talking about Tatum like. one guy has a sizable gap. Nah, on, but again, we're not talking about side. Tatum like he's a cone. We're still talking about Tatum. He's a great defender. Giannis is There's a There's still a elite. gap between Tatum and Giannis defensively. There's not honestly, a gap between if, Tatum and Giannis. Let's be realistic. Tatum is only, honestly, a better perimeter defender than Giannis. Everything else, Giannis clears. And he will clear for the rest of their careers. Like everything else. Mm. So interior defense, you're Giannis. taking you're taking Giannis, which obviously Duh. anyone with eyes, you do that. But the game with the, where it has evolved now to a perimeter game, you want Tatum, correct? I think Tatum. So you want the thing. more important part of defense now in Jason Tatum, correct? Um, that's not, you in 2022, win. you want the more important part of defense uh, in Jason Tatum. Is that what you're telling me? I wouldn't me? say that because it depends on the team. For the Bucks, the most important is rim protecting. More important in 2022, rim protecting is more important than perimeter the, defense. It depends on the team. But let's look at every team that's going to be a contender right now. Your guys' squad, do you want Giannis playing defense or do you want Tatum, who's a better perimeter defender? Well, who's we have team? Draymond. I'm talking about on what does that have to do with defense? My point you being, you said do I, would yeah, I want Giannis or what I against want the Warriors? Tatum, so, against the Warriors. So like I'm the I'm the uh, yes you, you right now if you're Milwaukee what's what's what sounds better for you the the great peri- the great perimeter defense defender in Jason Tatum or interior Giannis. defense in Giannis? Giannis Giannis still sounds better. Giannis, I have Drew Holiday, bro. Even though we're talking about 2022, where peri- Giannis. Okay, fine. Drew Giannis. Holiday fine. So now you're but, bringing but no, the but, but no, the problem. The problem with what you're saying though is that Giannis can also defend in space while still being an, an excellent rim protector. That there can't be set up. Man, the man could Tatum, be easily broken Tatum with a couple be, screens. Tatum is not an excellent rim protector. No, no, like, of course, no. Especially when man, the man can be easily about, devoided with just a couple screens here and there, a couple 
pin downs and all that, and then all yeah. switch, boom, that's it. Giannis is a better. He's a, he's the best two way. I don't know why we have this conversation. It's Come a it's a, know, listen. It's a conversation Reason. that I'm not I'm not ready to hear a, a scoff at. And I took this argument over for Joel, and I'm sure that he he's grateful for it. But listen, he, he's not too far Bro, off. Kevin Durant doesn't have a left hand, and he can't blow by Al Horford. See, but, not you know what? But this is not an agenda that I want to hear when all season I've heard, and not from you, Law. I'm just talking specifically from. from yeah, no, I hear you. I trust me. That, that you. Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer since, or he's the I've greatest thing since sliced you. bread. I don't want to hear it. I hear that. I hear that. Come on, stop I, it. I've never said Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer. Never said he's so, the so greatest. You said scorer. that he's the best player in the NBA with your did, chest. How many times? Best player. Come on. You said that. I did say that. Both of them. Both crazy. But I never said he was the greatest. I have to sit score. at this table and I have to look like the crazy you one. You said LeBron was the best. Okay, we're go- and I said Giannis. Whoa, you were both what? wrong. And I said Giannis. Nah, so but I said Giannis. No, you was said the best. it was LeBron. But I, you said it was LeBron. After, all right, all right. But then so I we said were both wrong. But I never, I never said anything after that. I don't make, I don't change who's the best in the middle of the season. I like to see it at the end. So we I both went in the preseason. In the beginning, be- you went with season, LeBron. Yes. I went with Kevin Durant. We're both wrong. So you throwing that in my face? We were I said both Giannis. wrong. Y'all both look wrong. All right, low. There you go. Low ultimately is the winner here. Congratulations. Fine. We might still be. I'm picking two old geezers. One of which ain't got a left. Him, man, it's crazy, dog. LeBron, who's averaging th- thirty points, and yeah, he was stat padding. Kevin Durant averaged like thirty. Come on, you're a Laker fan. Man. You can't trash talk. LeBron I know, James. and I watched it. He was stat padding. He was, he was. was but you know what? We don't talk about that, all right? Because we love nasty, LeBron, man. all right? We can't. Uh, so I don't stat love padding. What? Cool. Come on. So, no, listen, <laughs> you, you think Giannis is the best player? So, was he your MVP this year? Yeah, he actually was. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. You lost that one. It, who knows? Yeah, it looks like Jokic. No, yeah, yeah, it's probably going to be Jokic, yeah, but yeah. who knows until it actually comes out. Jokic's probably going to be the MVP right now. We know the Warriors are blowing the brakes off of the Nuggets. <laughs> Do you think that he's being unfairly blamed for the Nuggets' playoff struggles thus far? Because there's been a lot of slander thrown Jokic's way in. I'll throw it over to you, Lo. What do you think about this? I think people – I think there's a community in the NBA – I think there's a subsection in, in the NBA community – who's just ready to slander Jokic because I think a lot of people got upset at like the case being made for him, for him to be MVP. And they thought it should have went to Embiid for whatever reason. I, I don't really understand that logic, but um, when, when, when people are making that argument, it were acting as if like everybody was just making the argument Jokic should be MVP just because of calculators and stuff like that. So then when they go into the, <laughs> go into the playoffs, it's like, bro, how, how is it that you have a, how is it that the calculators are losing this bad to the Warriors? And it's like, it's, it's not really his fault. Like, yo, he, he's playing against possibly, I mean, possibly, no, the, the Warriors are a top three team in the entire league. Like, just in terms of when they're healthy, at, at worst, they to are say. top three. So to, to for you to lose to them in a manner in which he's losing to them when Bones Highland or, or Aaron Gordon is your second best player, it's not, that's not that crazy. It's just not that crazy. So they're slandering him. I, I get some of the slander. I just wish that if we gonna keep that type of energy for him, then we gotta really get KD out of here. But I just we just gotta keep. What are you KD? No, I love this. I love him. I love it. I love it. Yo, what's this? What's this? <laughs> I love towards it. KD. Why slander? No, it's not. KD? It's not towards KD. It's just the people who are arguing like KD's the best. Why? Oh, because he has a bag. Dribble has he tweens. <laughs> and now all of a sudden we learn he don't even have a left hand and he can't blow by Al Horford. And it's like, all right, then like how how is that the argument that was being made for an entire year? He's the best. Why? Because his foot was on the line. Like, that was literally the argument. For yeah, the I, so, I did low, hate that. I so, did low, hate that. what I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting off you is that, you know, and I, I got this off from when we had the Tatum and Giannis thing, especially offensively. He hates ball. Don't all, stop. Although Tatum, you know, 
as a yeah, prettier game. You are more about production. You're more about, no, like, I don't care about how you do it as long as you're scoring. I care about that production. So what is your what are your thoughts when people say Kevin Durant is the best scorer ever because, you know, he just scores prettier than guys like Kobe or Jordan or other names that I'm not mentioning right now? I call I call it cap because at the, even <laughs> even if hypothetically speaking I, we were to say like let's just run with that line of logic, Kevin Durant has never really been able to prove consistently in a postseason setting that he can be that player unless he has like the greatest level of floor spacing and player movement around him with the Warriors. Mm, talk like like go back and go look at OKC. His shooting splits across the board dropped. He was shooting like 50, 40, 90 in the playoffs. Now he's shooting 45, 33, like 80 something. Like he just he wasn't the same player in the, in the playoffs. Then he also complained about it on his burner. I need more skill guys. I need more floor spacing. He then he complained about it, and then now here we are. He's playing with Bruce Brown and Andre Drummond, and it's the same thing. So it's like, how can you even make the argument that you need that you're the greatest scorer when if you don't have proper floor spacing, this is what you look like. Like Kobe and 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 Jordan didn't have great floor spacing, but they were still able to score at will because they just figured it out. They had a much tighter handle. They were they were they were actually just more all around skilled at scoring than KD was. But because they you you think that this is what Kevin Durant is, Kevin Durant has always had a weak left hand. You can Kobe even said it himself. Kevin Durant has always had a weak left hand. It's just that when you're on a team where Clay's in this corner, Curry's at the top, um Draymond's cutting to the basket, the elbow handling the ball, and then you have um another shooter or Iguodala over in the other side of the corner. And it's like spaced out for you. You can be as loose as you want with the ball and, and get to the basket or score at will. But that's, that's the, that's it. Even if you watching them play, bro, now in long story short, no, if, if it's more about production and LeBron's production, especially in the playoffs is, is greater than Kevin Durant's in, in their careers. By far. Jordan and Kobe's production is just greater as well. I've just, I've seen this happen from Kevin Durant too often for me to claim that he's the greatest scorer of all time. What players do you believe are better scorers than Kevin Durant? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what players do you think are better scorers than Kevin Durant that I guess the NBA community wouldn't agree with you with? Like right now or all time? All time, right now, you can do both. So the three I just named, I think LeBron, I think LeBron would probably be the one that people would like pause and be like, how, how is he probably, a, yeah, a greatest scorer? Yeah, LeBron, LeBron is the one where it's like, Undeniably, he's a he's a greater scorer than KD. Love it. Like not even it's. I don't even think like it's remotely close. And I think if anything, LeBron probably gets a lot of slack in this conversation because he don't put the ball between his legs as, as pretty as Kevin Durant does. Like that's that's basically it. That's basically the argument what people have to say. But the reality is like bro, LeBron, especially at his peak, was shooting forty percent from three. Not only in the regular season but also series and, and runs in the postseason as well. LeBron is getting to the basket at will. And when LeBron needed to make mid-range jumpers, he was able to do that as well. LeBron is just a, a better scorer, not only production-wise, efficiency-wise, regular season, postseason. He's just a better scorer than Kevin Durant. How about Giannis? Right now, I would say yes, especially if, if you're telling me that because you're in a series where people are a bit lengthier and you all of a sudden can't score now. All of a sudden, that's a problem now. For like, I guess that's the case too. Because as, as bad as Giannis may have been, in some of the series in his career, especially when he was playing with Eric Bledsoe, bro, he's never looked this bad. I've never seen Giannis look this bad. Giannis has never had games where he shot 0 for 10 in the entire half. I've never seen that before. So yeah. I, I, w- I would even argue right now Giannis is. Yeah, that's a good point. And on to this Jokic thing, 
Um, I do think Don't he's trying to being... get me out of here, man. You're trying to get me out of here, man. You're nah, get out of here. You're, you're saying you're saying facts. Listen, you're talking to the right person here. I 100 percent am with you. People all have overlooked LeBron's scoring abilities. I'm looking across my my, my table right now because he's especially what you said. He doesn't put the ball through his legs. How many times have you sat here and told me that LeBron doesn't have a bag? How many times have you played that into a factor of him not being one of the best scorers of all time? So that's why when you say that, it automatically clicked me. I'm like, man, I've heard that once or twice in my I mean, life. Are we, are we all in agreement that Steph Curry is an undoubtedly better scorer than Kevin Durant too, though? I think he is too. Yeah. I think he's the most dangerous offensive Un- player in Undoubtedly. NBA I can't say undoubtedly, but no, I think that, yes, I, I agree. I agree to, for his size, for what he, he like, for what he allows to happen on the court, no doubt. I'm with you. Yeah. No, it's undoubtedly. He's yeah, I think Curry undoubtedly. Yeah. Undoubtedly, he's, it's crazy. It's and, just and, six but ele- the reason why it's eleven, the 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 ball handle abilities, the the he can't agility. go left. He, <laughs> you keep saying ball handle, he doesn't uh, have a left hand. Yes, but still, his ability to shoot over the top of legitimately anyone. He's you, missing shots. Steph can shoot over anybody too. Right now. now we're talking about 2022. Yes, but Steph fine, can shoot I'm over anybody too. But we're talking about a Hulk. It don't matter. Like Steph yeah, can shoot over anybody. Have, he does have the most unique form of all time. Which, he's yeah. letting that boy go up. Like, he is. He is. He's yeah. the most dangerous offensive player yeah. ever. Listen, I'm going Curry, but I'm not saying it as smoothly as y'all. I just like how I mean, you and, and threw and me under the bus. So now it's I had to. You. How, it's many, how many it's times have you, you done that to me? I just want to let how you know. How many times have you done that to me? Hour into the show, you're done. It's 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 gonna get bad for you. It's gonna get bad. I'll, I'll say this too before we wrap. The reason, another reason why it's Curry, and I think the, the problem we have with scoring is that everybody looks at it through like this one vacuum of how to score the basketball. Oh, don't stop. Off, off ball, Curry is easily, not even close, the greatest off ball scorer ever. Easily. Ever. Easily. But that doesn't come into anybody's function. If you watch Kevin Durant score when he's off the ball, outside, especially outside of using with the Warriors, but he's just standing still. All of that mm-hmm. comes into, to, into, should be in the conversation of, what do you bring to the table in terms of your versatility scoring wise? But everybody wants to talk about when the ball is in your hand, and there's so many more ways to score the basketball. And Durant just doesn't do those things. It, and Ky- he don't have a left. Is Kyrie Irving a better scorer than Kevin Durant? Kyrie's tough. I got to see more um, postseason Kyrie before I uh, come to that. Conclusion. Okay, All All right. Right. Kyrie without LeBron. Without, like, yeah, without LeBron. without LeBron. Yeah, the point yeah, you made LeBron. was right because. That's the argument people often use for Kyrie being the most skilled player of all time. Which is why I brought his name up. But I don't think he's more skilled than Steph. No, but that's why I'm talking solely about scoring the basketball, too. Yeah. But this Jokic thing, I was reading a great article earlier on today about how the MVP is a burden because you now get these like crazy expectations on you, which you should. I mean, you're the MVP. <laughs> oh, I know your head you, is I on fire. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I had, to, I had to do that, bro. I was only for like an hour, bro. <laughs> Yo, I had to get to that. The man. thing is, the problem with you know Jokic is going through this right now. The problem with carrying bad teams to the playoffs is that, and then winning the MVP is that once you get into the playoffs and you face a superior team that can now game plan and scheme for you. It, it looks a lot like this. Like, this is probably the most egregious example ever, what's happening with Jokic right, Jokic right now, because the Nuggets, just top to bottom, don't have a very good team. But you even look at when Giannis won back-to-back MVPs, and I know he didn't carry the Bucks because that was a well-rounded team. But even when he won the MVP, there was a lot of slander thrown his way when he didn't meet expectations in the playoffs especially. And, you know, he lost to Toronto, then lost to Miami in the bubble. And then Westbrook too, but we kind of knew... It was going to happen with Westbrook in 2017 when they faced the Rockets and they lost. So it's it's kind of more of a burden when you do win MVP and now 
you know, you you do all this work in the regular season. You carry this team. If you don't make the playoffs, you get slandered for not lifting a team. But then you lift the team, and you still get slandered because you now face a superior team that now exposes a lot of your team's weaknesses as a whole, which for the Nuggets is defenders because they don't have any outside of Aaron Gordon. LeBron didn't win MVP that 2018 season, but this is the only way I can compare with what you're trying to say, which is 100% facts. LeBron once again went against a superior team in that 2018 with that 2018 team war a 2018 season Warriors team, excuse me. And he got swept and people threw his name under the rug, but you want to talk about carrying a team that had no business being in that position. LeBron took a bunch of guys that were barely barely Great, your solid role players, and somehow, some way, got them to the championship. Jokic has the unfortunate situation of now this is a first round match matchup. This is now two years in a row where last season you give him some credit because he did it with a lot of injuries and got past that first round Blazers team that a lot of people had the Blazers winning that series. And Jokic with the Nuggets team that was it's not the same as this year, obviously, as you have additions with, with Bones and other ball players of that sort, but. Last year you still had MPJ and you still you still got passed. This year it's legitimately Jokic and, and nobody else. Now you have to at least acknowledge, hey, what what is he supposed to do when we're sitting here at this table talking about this team, the the Golden State Warriors being unstoppable, walking through the West, no problem. Of course, I I definitely I don't want to say sympathize because he's in the NBA, he's going to win MVP, he's got all these great things happening for him. But it's unfortunate that he's his name is going to get a little bit tarnished for the fact that now he's a two-time MVP, potentially two-time MVP. It's most likely he's going to win the MVP this season. And you have one playoff win, one playoff series win to show for it. I hate to be this guy. I really do hate to be this guy. Um, You're about to throw his name under the rug too? I wouldn't say that. You know, I would say he's about to win his second MVP. He's carried Denver to the playoffs, you know, incredible. It's awesome. You know, we've seen great players do it. You know, LeBron. We've seen D-Wade in 08 carry a pretty shitty team. You know, we've seen MJ do it. We've seen Kobe do it. You know, we've seen all the greats do it, you know. I I guess you could see where this is going. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jokic isn't a great? No, he's, that's not a problem. He's a great. He, you know, he's, what, what, we consider him a top five, top four player in the NBA. Right now, top three. Okay, great. I'm glad you look. Help me out even more. I say top five. Top 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 three. Who's the, who's the, wait, who's going to be bad for him? I'll just be honest with you. (laughs) Um, We consider him a top three player in the NBA. You should not go out this bad. I'm, I'm sorry. You just, there is no way you should go out this bad. The team can lose. Fine. Yes. Okay. Your team isn't good enough. That's fine. But you should not be getting frustrated mid-game. You're the leader. You know, the way he's been frustrated, the way he's been pantry, like the, way, like, the way he's been acting like yeah. a child, it's it's not giving leader vibes. And he hasn't been playing great. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as a leader, you know, walking in MVP, you have to at least put on those performances. And, we, like, I don't, I don't want to say – I'm not going to say I'm slandering him. I don't think he deserves slander. Like, oh, he sucks. He shouldn't have won MVP. But it comes a point where it's like – you have to play better. You have to at least be great. Like you yourself have to be great. We expect great things from great players. We know, we may not always expect you to win, but we expect you to be great. And this goes into my like, you know, I wanted to ask a question. He's probably going to get blown out these next two games, right? And if he doesn't, he's going to lose. Four game sweep. Last year he beat Portland under man, then he got swept, swept. by the Suns, yep. right? The Suns are going to be here next year, probably. Memphis on the rise. 
your your boys over there in Minnesota, they're still young. They're around. The Pelicans, if Zion play, we just said it. They could potentially be up there. The Clippers will be back next year. How far does a trio of the Joker, Jamal Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. take you in this loaded West? I mean, we saw them go to the conference finals. Yeah, but we're two years removed from that. I feel like the West has gotten better. It has. But one of the teams that you just named, they beat (laughs) to get to the conference finals. It's not the same team, though. It's not the same team. It's it's not the same team. Uh, It's not the same team. It's not the same coach. But you can you can argue that MPJ is not the same player because he's going to he's improved if he's if he's one hundred percent healthy. Uh, I don't know. Ooh, I need ah, to see that. Uh, I need to see that. We got to wait and see nah. on that one. I need to see that. Coming Jamal from Murray, a back injury is tough. If you would have said Jamal Murray, I'm with you. Jamal Murray is a solid player, especially in the playoffs. To go to MPJ immediately. Well, no, no, because because they beat they beat the Clippers without even MPJ on the team at all. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. No, he was on the team. So like he, 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 he was. Didn't I was play if many he, minutes. He didn't play many. I'm gonna say if he was on the team, he just wasn't playing many minutes yeah. at all. So like, so the point I'm making was that MP, MPJ on the roster now is going to be a little bit different from what they had before. And on top of that, I think some of the players that like Aaron Gordon is now on the team as well. He wasn't on it back then. Bones Highlands is going to continue to improve. I, I understand what you're saying. That that team is kind of sit, put in a situation to where. They have a lot of needs, and they've already put a lot of money towards just offense, and they don't really have, they don't have any defense. They have a lot of defensive concerns mm-hmm. as well. That's It is tough, um, but I still think they're fine. Like, I, I think if 100% healthy. Well, Lo, no, do no, you not, think – No, not to Minnesota. They're not. Yeah, they, it's Minnesota. I'm, they I'm got just, Edwards, though. I'm just naming, like, teams in the they West. Do, do you think Jamal Murray and MPJ really changed Carl that Anthony Phoenix Towns? series? It's not like, like Carl Anthony Towns is a scrub, but I'm sorry, Riff, to cut you off. Do you think Jamal Murray and MPJ really changes this series or Phoenix series, which they're getting embarrassed oh. in? From what we've seen out of out of this series, no, and just because they just match up really bad. Like they really the the matchup is just horrible. But against other teams in the NBA, like the problem with the, the Clippers and why they couldn't beat them is because they didn't have any penetration at all. Like like Kawhi and PG wasn't able to like really get to the basket as often as a Jordan Poole or Curry is able to is it definitely take advantage of a mismatch of Jokic. Like that was their biggest problem. And, and they actually went out to go seek some of those things as well. As, as the years progressed. The the problem though is that it's like Jamal Murray in the playoffs was tough. Like I like I don't like that that caliber of player is crazy. Granted, it's the bubble. So it, we can definitely kind of hold back on that. Wait and see. The MPJ, the MPJ conversation is is definitely there because the back injury is kind of you know kind of scary. But I the long story short, I really only think there's only like two, maybe three teams in the in the West. That is like noticeably better than the Nuggets. Like when you can sit here and say confidently, everybody else, no. That's no. That, that's tough to that. say when we're sitting here and yes, we're we're talking about a team that doesn't have Jamal, that doesn't have MPJ, but we're sitting here and we're discussing that the Nuggets might be the worst team in the playoffs. I didn't yeah, say that. They're, they're better than Atlanta. Two. I'm gonna be honest. But no, but I'm talking. I'm talking. No. I'm talking a low. They're better than Atlanta. I'm saying specifically. No, we're talking. We're looking at this Nuggets team that right now, without MPJ, of course, and Jamal Murray, they make a huge difference. But again, but we, we need to see MPJ back in the court. MPJ was garbage before he, he actually was, went down. He was. He is he was playing speak. through his injury, though. That is he playing through injury. Back but, but take, but take, cold. look, look at any team in the NBA, and take away their their two best players, the Clippers. Like how 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 good would no no I mean not the two keep the first but take away the second and third best player. Like if if you look at the um I don't want to say the Jazz because the Jazz are just bad. Period. But if you, <laughs> if you look at if you look at uh, Atlanta. Bro, if, if you took if you took away Bogey and John Collins or Bogey and and Capella, like that team just looks noticeably worse. Right. If you took away 
Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton and just had D-Book out there with everybody else? Like, would that team not look noticeably worse? Or even the Warriors, you take away Draymond and Clay and just have Steph and Poole, it looks noticeably worse too. Yeah, yeah. every, every team would look that noticeably worse if you take away their second and third best player. That looks stinky. Now that you brought that up, that looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I, I made this take like midway through the year when we saw Jokic carrying the Nuggets that I feel like once we already kind of had the news that Murray probably not going to be back, MPJ probably not going to be back, I thought, I know this is like kind of like a loser mentality, but Jokic just hang it up, tank. Nuggets get a top prospect in the draft and add on to your talent because I feel like even though I like MPJ a lot, he did average 24 after Murray's injury um last season, and I do love Jamal Murray a lot. I just feel like the Nuggets are missing one marquee player, even with those guys, because Murray, his ceiling is an all-star, but you don't know if he can actually be an all-star in the West that's stacked with guards. And MPJ, who the back injury concerns, is just that's a major concern with him, and that's a major question mark. Only reason I'm sitting here and thinking about it is because I feel like we had a conversation about you telling me that Jamal Murray is one of the best playoff performers in the NBA right now. He is. So then why, what are you concerned about? They can't guard. I'm concerned more no, about defense MP- is, is mid. And Aaron Gordon is not that defender that people think he is. I'm concerned no, more about, not. I'm more concerned about MPJ and his injury history than no, I am. I'm with you there. And I mean, Jamal, we're talking about Jamal Murray off an ACL injury too. Mm-hmm. But again, modern medicine. The Timberwolves are up 18 back. points. No way. Yeah. No way. Let's go. Imagine it, they blow the lead. I'll be so sick. If the Timberwolves, I'm just letting everybody know now. If the Timberwolves make it out the first round, the Warriors are going to win in five games. I'm just going to let you Yeah, that's for sure. Easy cake wall. But this also, is. Also, the, the um, Grizzlies are pretenders. Right? Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're, they are pretenders. And the easy way to do WCF, we'll wait for your hopeful Phoenix guys to get out there. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, let's talk, a, let's talk about these pretenders, the Utah Jazz. Because <sighs> in game two, Jalen Brunson went off Had for a career know. night. 41 points. Eight assists and five rebounds. Dinwiddie also had 25. They beat the Mavs 110 to 104, blew a 10 point lead. The series is now 1 1. Luka won't play in game three, but we're not sure if he's going to play for game four or not. Uh, I was under the assumption that if the Jazz would have taken that 2 0 lead and then tonight beat Dallas, we're not seeing Luka in this series just because of the re injury risk. But the Dallas Mavericks are making it a fight and they're giving Luka time to come back. And it's time to blow it up, I think. You know, even if the Jazz do end up winning the series, which if Luke comes back, I don't think will happen. I think it's time. And I think it's a combination of of all their players, really. You know, I think Rudy Gobert the past, like, couple of years has been getting slandered the most when you can argue that he's the one that should be getting slandered the least. But even him, it's like with Mitchell and Gobert, if Mitchell's not on the floor, their offense falls off tremendously. When Gobert's not on the floor, their defense falls off tremendously. There was this stat posted by StatMuse today that this was every player's I've defensive field goal percentage on the Jazz's starting lineup. Bojan Bogdanovich is allowing 53%. Donovan Mitchell, Jeez. 52%. Jeez. Royce O'Neal, 50%. Mike Conley, 47%. And Rudy Gobert is at 32%. Bro, you had to know. Jeez. You had to know. Game, game two... <laughs> What I saw from game two, I saw Donovan Mitchell get cooked by Brunson, by Dinwiddie late in the game, offensively. This is why I'm higher on Gobert's value than Mitchell's, is because 
I feel like if Gobert actually plays with a A plus level playmaker, he can average like eighteen and fourteen. May I would maybe he could even touch twenty if he's like with a oh, godlike wow. level playmaker. If he's with Luca, lobs alone. If he's with Luca, 18, 14, 18. I think with Luca, he can average twenty. He and smoked the layup. I, I will that be honest day. in that game. He smoked, bro, he was horrible offensively. He smoked the layup, but I see so many times where him and Mitchell are yeah. in a pick and roll, and just, there is an easy lob opportunity, and Mitchell just doesn't seal, pass it. All he has to do is just dunk it, and Mitchell misses. So because of that, I'm higher on Rudy Gobert's value, especially because of what he offers defensively, but. The Mavs made 17 uncontested three-point shots. Gobert had to help on almost every drive, and they just kept getting open threes. Kleba went 8 for 11 from three, and it's just nobody can keep a man in front of them. They have done nothing to improve defensively. Instead of drafting Herb Jones, they go and draft Jared Butler. Mike Conley has fallen off tremendously on defense. He he's cannot, showing his age, which is hilarious because anyone. he was the best defender on the team on the perimeter. Now nah, Royce O'Neal than him. Royce O'Neal was at fifty percent. Conley's at forty-seven. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, just, I, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, it's yo. Are you done? You I want. Go. I need to hear Riv. I need to hear him. Yo, <laughs> I was watching the game and it's just like it's so funny to me. Like, how bad do you have to be? Like, like there's no way you can for like be this bad, right? Like, you have a bunch of good players. You're literally a high powered offense. Like, you have Donovan Mitchell. How bad can you get? There's. I'm sorry, Jalen Brunson's a good player. He really is. Really good. I'm sorry. He should not get 41. I'm just like, it is just like, bro, I, I'm sorry, bro. I don't care. I, I don't care. He's a good player. He's going to be a, a starter in this league. He shouldn't be getting 41 like I that, mean, bro. bro. Just go, no, I go don't into care. last no. season and go watch game six Yo. when Terrence Mann put up 40 points That's my thing. on the like, Jazz. You're letting people like this get 40 and 38 points. And it's just like, bro, like, it comes a time when if Mike Conley's your best perimeter defender, you need help. You Something's need wrong. something. Is, Something's look wrong. at Quinn Snyder on the sideline. He looks. He looks cooked up. I agree. It's time. Blow it up. Donovan's... Don't disrespect the future Nick like that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're being <laughs> being rude to Jalen. Send Don- a bucket. Send... 41 is crazy 41's to me. Crazy. 41's it's crazy. crazy. 41's crazy. Send Donovan to Miami, New York, Orlando, wherever he wants to go. I think they should keep Rudy, though, and maybe build, like, more wings there. Maybe. I feel like if you trade one, you have to trade the other. Really? You have to I feel like Rudy, I feel like Rudy, gets, I don't know about that. Rudy getting but who's paid, coming to Utah, though? Bro, Rudy getting paid at 38 mil, nobody's taking that contract. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have to, if you're going to trade one, you have to trade the other. And you're not, Nobody's you, taking Rudy's 38 mil. Prob- nobody. I actually, think, I actually think people are taking Rudy more than Dino. Yeah, so? I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. He fits better on majority of teams. Well, most teams, yeah. But who's... Because what, what, what team needs D-Mitch? What team is in dire need of D-Mitch right Miami. now? Miami. Outside of Knicks. They don't even really need him, though. Not, they don't really need him either. I think they do. I'm not. You know what? We'll get on that later. Um, Rudy Gobert can help a lot of teams. Like, I like, think name one. a lot of teams. He, he goes to Dallas. I think what they're they a have finals to send contender. What do they have to send them? Charlotte. What do they have to send? He gets $38 million. Charlotte's not paying he's anyone. A, he's an all-star. The Mavericks aren't You're paying gonna anyone. Have to send, they can send, send, the Mavericks can send uh, Bertans, Dinwiddie, and Picks. No, no that's no, not. No. See? This I'm, is not, I'm, not, I'm just talking stop. about contracts. No, I'm that's what I'm saying. This is where this I'm not saying that's acceptable deal. I know that's not you. Like, I'm say, just saying that's those are contracts. That deal sucks. Picks are going to have to be involved. It's not even just the picks. He gets paid $38 million. Which is why. Donovan's on a friendly. He's not even on. He's on a friendly 28. You can fix that up. Like You can send a couple guys. For that, which is the why you can not, get Gobert for a lesser price. No, because think about can't. it, teams don't teams don't want to have to give a player like Rudy Gobert, who shows limited capabilities on offense. But it's, not, it's not about no. It's so about in a how, trade. Who, it not, might be a little about, bit more willing. About, this is my thing. Like Rudy may be more sought out as a player, 
But money-wise, I don't think he's going to be more because he gets paid way more than Mitchell. You hear what he just said. For them to do that, they will have to send Hardaway and Berton. That's 37 mil of damn near nothing. Do you, sending do you Gobert. agree it would cost more to trade for Donovan Mitchell than Rudy Gobert? And picks, yes. I think it would cost more to trade picks, for Donovan, yes. which is why I say Gobert can get traded. But how, though? Because it is not going Name to cost a team. team, like I said, a Charlotte. I'm Who not, are they sending? They could Gordon send. They could, you have to have to say yes. But Utah has to say yes. But that's my thing. If you're sending them picks and that's all you're sending them, given the fact that they, the Jazz so probably don't want to pay 30 Hayward, million. Mason Plumley, because he's 8 but, mil and picks but, is enough. Picks? Yes, especially for a team that's understanding they're not getting free agents, and you have to bank on the draft, which okay. they have done. Bank on the draft. Charlotte gets Rudy Gobert. They're a playoff team, at least a playing yeah. team. Yeah. So why would they bank on picks that are not going to be in the lottery? It who, doesn't but, make sense. But who knows if Charlotte's a playoff team? You just told me no, they, they were. But but I'm, I'm saying they could. It doesn't matter what team that you trade Rudy Gobert to, the, the draft picks you're going to get from them. But that's why you have to get somebody. A, a that's, why, that's why you have to get good players back. I see what you're saying. Uh, and I feel like fair, with Donovan, you can get a young, not maybe not a young star, yeah. but you can get somebody young that you can possibly work around or be like with Rudy I mean, Gobert. Do you really think, think that, though? Because I, he, I, I think for Charlotte specifically, you could throw in Gordon and then another contract to, to fit Gobert and then. Add in a James Buck night to but that I, deal, but I, I feel like for Donovan, the Knicks and Orlando would send them better young assets than Charlotte for Rudy Gobert. That's why I said that I think if they trade one, they kind of have to trade both because if you trade Donovan Mitchell, you'll get like young players back, but you're not going to be in contention anytime soon or in the West a playoff team. So True. I think it's better just to blow it up, rebuild and kind of get star well, they, players. They have a lot of good players that are going to get them. Like, Jordan Clarkson's maybe worth a first-rounder, like late first-rounder on the playoff team, you know. Bogdanovich. 19 mil. You know, you could trade Bogdanovich him Bogdanovich for sure. Look, Bogdan- Bogdanovich for Bertans in the first. Look at that. See how easy that was? That. No, I'm just I'm that. just saying anything at this point. I, I did the, problem, the problem with D-Mitch, because D-Mitch also is getting a, a pretty hefty bag. He's also getting paid over 30 mil next year. So it's not like we're talking about two players and and – Rudy's gonna be over forty million in two years, oh which is God. ridiculous. So yeah, <laughs> the, the problem is that <laughs> I I agree with you financially because while I'm looking at these numbers, yeah, the contract's not good. It's not good. Yeah, Gobert's gonna reach forty over forty five. I, I understand. What? What you're wait, saying, wait, they, wait, wait, wait. What? What? Yeah, what? bro, he's a first team All NBA. No, no, no. He's what's the he number? Forty five. It is the, yeah. at, the, at the end of his nobody's um, trading contract for forty five million dollars of of no offense and defense. They are trading if it's at forty five million. If you're trading dollars. one to two first round picks, you're not doing it. Five. You okay. Can't, if you I'm don't the, the cap space, I'll give you a perfect that. example. But if I'm the Bulls, I have who, to give up. Who everything. is Charlotte paying that they can't afford that? If I'm the Bulls, they're paying here. No, they're they're not. But I'm just speaking hypothetically. Who are the Mavs paying outside of Luca? They're not paying anyone. Dinwiddie, Bertans. But these aren't got. Okay, those are guys that can be moved. No, but that's a lot of movement. Is what we're saying. Not really. Oh, I'm, it is. It is a lot of movement. Like what do I'm, you mean? They just gave Luca a max. No, but deserves so. Pay. But I mean, they, you, you, you say can, how much you can have two max pay like forty five million. For sure, like this. But they're look, pay, look, they have like a max in Donovan and a max, a super max. Vooch is getting paid twenty. Lonzo's twenty. That's two. That's forty. That's basically what Rudy Gobert they have is to getting. pay Brunson too this offseason. I don't think but Brunson's not coming back. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think he's gonna. The Mavs are not gonna meet other teams' offers. Yeah, I, I got know. I got something for you. Let's hear it, Lo. What about the Warriors? Where do you go, Bear? So what? Andrew Wiggins and yeah, get off, get off Andrew Wiggins. Yo, like stop! You. <laughs> you have to stop, stop. <laughs> like, Why not? Why, why not? do you want him gone so bad? 
because you can get better defensively than than. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, a Draymond Rudy down low sounds nasty, no, it's but nuts. defensively that sounds crazy. You no, know, it sounds nuts. Nobody's gonna score, bro. Um, forty five. I just yeah, I don't not feel a comfortable. Soul. Not a soul to score. I don't not feel comfortable paying Rudy forty five million dollars, bro. I just we can't do with that championship though. Well, we're gonna win regardless, with or without. How about him. how about here's, here's another one? What if what if they got off the MPJ contract, threw some draft picks at it? You want the Joker and Gobert hey, on the same nasty. court? Why not? That's nasty. <laughs> nah, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> That's nasty. Why not? You put Jokic at the at the four. Gobert what about instead five? of Donovan to Orlando, Rudy to Orlando? They already have. Why? Centers. Why would they do that though? Yeah, just, they yeah. have centers. Who's it's the center? One, Wendell? It's Wendell. Oh my god! Bro, no, but I mean, but I mean, but there is a bunch of other young players. So, yeah, like, but what defensively, is, why that... get a thirty-some year old? He's thirty already. Yeah, Gobert, yeah. It's tough for Gobert. He's 30? Yo. I thought he was like 28. <laughs> this changes everything. This Hold changes. on, let me, let me, let me. I'll double check. <laughs> yeah, he, I he, legit, might be, he might be like 29. I think he's 28. Like. He's 29. Okay. okay. June 26. He turns oh, so 30 this year. Turns 30. Uh, turns 30 this year. Yo, <laughs> this changes yo, everything. Yeah, nobody. Come he's on, that. bro. Right, he's he's sorry, a Utah I'm for life. He's a Utah for life, bro. That's why I'm saying. He's a That's why I'm saying. I think Utah just has to take the L and just. He's a lifer, not on purpose. He's just a lifer. But that's what I'm saying. Now that, yo, 45 mil, 30. I thought he was like 27. I really legit thought he was like 27. Because he came in like. What about the Lakers? You trading AD? You Stop. get off the Westbrook contract. Westbrook, they get they get an expiring for Westbrook. Bro, they're gonna play Mike Conley or Westbrook. No, no, you just get off. No, you get off the Westbrook contract. Okay, like so. you, you they get an expiring contract in return for D Mitch. So they get the. So, I mean, um, for um, oh, so yeah, which I give him the twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine. That, sound, that two, sounds two, ugly, two, two but I'm not opposed runners. to it. At this point, two I'm not opposed runners. to anything. Listen, just for Utah to get off cap. Would y'all do it though? That means AD could go back to playing the four, which was what he would love. Yeah, which is what he wants anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay, maybe we work. defensively we get the answer we and need. Then you got your wing defender Trevor Reza. You, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be solid. Yeah, now they got like they got that. Stanley Johnson now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have they, to do me like that. They signed him to the little one. We year. got LeBron. Realistically, the answer probably is um Portland. Portland. I feel like Charlotte's the answer, really. They're the only team that you look at. They have money. You know, they Portland have has a, the a cap space to get Rudy Gobert sounds like Port- a Chauncey Billups guy anyways. Port- okay. Portland has a cap space. Portland has a draft capital after trading all the pieces. True. They still have Anthony Simons. They can then um, sign and trade Nurkic. And you think they, they, and they keep Dame? And then and they keep Dame. If, the, if you really want to keep Dame, I like you that. have now Dame and... Um, and Dame like, is a good and, passer. And, I like that. And a $40,000 um, rim protector. 40 million. 40 million. 40 million, million. 40 45 million. million. 45 million. <laughs> 45 million. 30 years old. <laughs> Yo, that's insane. Why did they yeah. do that? Nah, no way to. he got they had super to. You had yeah, to. Super, super max deals were supposed to help lo- um, small, small market teams, but, it, but team? it just made it worse. He made the NBA team. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte is smart. They never paid Kemba the super max. Smart, yes. smart guys. Yeah, they would have been crippled after that. Because <sighs> Kemba was cooked. Is Beal about to get the super max? Probably. Ugh. What about Rudy to Washington? Mm, they already have KP. Oh my God, I forgot about. I uh, no, not KP. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about KP. Switch off. But I will tell you what, that would be interesting. You swap them. He goes interesting. At, this At point, least you get someone that can stretch. Th- but defensively, I'm the just team's still horrible. You get worse. You're getting yeah, worse. You're getting, you are getting worse. No, just, without it, I'm saying you're getting worse defensively, but well, you at least get someone that can stretch. Point, we're just saying anything. He's yeah, a yeah, lifer. Yeah. Correct. We are saying anything. <laughs> He's right. He's a lifer. You're Rudy, wholeheartedly right. Rudy's so, I mean, I, I want to get history. your takes on this with uh, when it comes to the Jazz because I know a lot of people have this kind of mindset when it comes to the Jazz that it's either Mitchell's fault or Rudy's fault. Like, people have taken 
sides now and they are sticking by their sides. What do you feel about it? Because I'm in the middle. I kind of feel like it's both of their fault. I, I know whose fault it is. It's management. It's the GM for not getting wing, wing defenders to actually benefit Rudy Gobert. You understand the skills that you have in Rudy Gobert. He is an unbelievable interior defender. You have put him around a horrible supporting cast of wing defenders and then now leaving him on an island to look like he is the one for all the, the blame to be put on. It's irresponsible of them for, for him to be put in this position. I agree. I think it's a little bit both. Because, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I think uh, we're not – I mean, fair enough to the to the GMing because they – I mean, no no POAs, no, no wing defenders, like nothing at all. It's kind of tough, but – I think it's a little bit of both because even even with Rudy Gobert not like having any help defensively, bro. There's times where I look at Rudy Gobert and I'm like, bro, you can't post up a lick. <laughs> even yeah, when they throw you the ball, you miss. You kind of miss it. It's kind of tough. So it's on both. It's on both ends. The problem with D. Mitchell though is that when D. Mitch is having a bad offensive game though, at that point there's nothing he's bringing to the table because he's yeah. not a playmaker, yep. at least to the level that he needs to be. And he's certainly not a defender. Matter of fact, he could be a negative one for a lot of times. So it's like no, negative, there's bro. nothing that you're there's nothing that you're bringing if you're having a bad offensive game. Yep. At bare minimum, Gobert is going to constantly give you a solid defense. But why they keep losing though, like the way they losing, it's because of the perimeter defenders. Like that's the reason they're why. getting yeah. cooked bad. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. And and you know I tweeted that the other day about how it's both of their faults because it's kind of getting yin and yang thing. We're like Mitchell offense, no defense. Gobert defense, no offense. And somebody quoted it was like. Why does Gobert get so disrespected offensively? His rim running is elite and his lob ability catching. And I'm like, bro, I saw him miss point blank layups and he can't post up. Like that that's the problem with Gobert is that defensively, yes, he's elite. He's all world rim protector. But when it comes to offensive game, he doesn't bring anything to the table and he's not a force or a menace at all. Even at seven one, seven two. Sorry, Riv. What? Your jazz. Yeah, no. They're beans. Yeah. They are jazz No, hell no. He's just a, a huge Donovan support. Guy. He's just yeah. And that is looking rough why? as well. You said why? Um, I follow I was a fan of him in Louisville, his freshman oh, year. God. So I just kind of, you know, loved the ride. And he was great. His rookie year. So I just pause. like Whoa. yeah, pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got hit with your own you got hit with your own <laughs> shit. You got hit with your own shit. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was crazy. <laughs> That's pause of the week. Yeah, my fault, my fault. But you know, I just uh, I kind of stick with guys in, from uh, college. You know, so that's my okay. guy. I respect. That's it. good. Respectable man. Yeah, I got a few of those. You know what I'm saying? I was Donovan, John Morant. You know what I'm saying? Been a big fan. Those are my dogs. You, you didn't even know that I was a fan of John Morant's freshman year. <laughs> I, know, I don't think. I, I think a lot of people might be knowing that you're a fan of John Morant right now. But I guess no, I really am. Real life. I'm okay, dead serious. I'm uh, that serious. I'm, I'm serious. Yo, I'm, y'all looking, y'all looking cook right now. No cap. No, <laughs> stop it. What's the score right now? They're getting beat by like 21 points. Yeah, they're getting beat kind of handily. I can't oh, wait to watch this game back. Oh, oh my god. And Jaw and Jaw's played 12 minutes and has only attempted three shots, one for three. That's because Edwards is a better player. Than is he Jaw. hurt? Are you watching the game? I'm watching it. You know, they, he just he's having a hard time getting like past people. Damn. Yeah. What the hell? What's wrong with him? Damn. No, they're playing good defense, though. He know D Rose. I'll tell you that. Damn, bro, you're watching, you're watching the game. Wild the pod, the work ethic is unmatched, bro. 
I gotta do it, man. I can't, I can't, I can't. Also, Dylan Brooks is over five, I think. He's stinky. He's stinky. You know, I, I talked about that and how I think Dylan Brooks might, might have messed up the continuity they had a little bit just because so? he demands a high volume of shots. I don't even think he yeah. demands. He just takes them. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, he just be he's bugging. A, he is, you know, offensively he is a <laughs> over six. He be bugging. He just get it. Just oh, go. Oh, there you go. Over six. Boy. No, he sprinkled. literally just missed. You were all right. Over five. He just missed right now. Over six. Oh, that's tough. Throughout the show, <laughs> we've had uh, conversations about the Celtics and that sprinkled uh, throughout the show. But now we're going to have a full segment dedicated to them because Ben Simmons designed Game Four as a potential uh, game to return, and even with that. The Nets have to win Game Three for his return to mean anything. If it is going to mean anything in the long run, now how mu- how big of an impact do you think Ben Simmons could have on this series? And do you think the Nets are going to come back from this 0-2 deficit? Uh, Drew, I'll go with you because you're the huge Boston guy here and Ben guy. I, and this is pretty unfortunate for me because I, I want Ben to succeed. I want him to do well, but I'll tell you what, it's not going to solve much for them because their problem right now is that they need offense. Defensively, they've been doing a, a decent job on on Jason Tatum. He's he had a good game game one, but struggled game two. They just need offense, consistent offense, and I don't know if Ben Simmons is going to provide that for you, especially at this point in time where he's making his season debut in game four of the first round of the playoffs. It's a lot to, to expect from him. Yes, you can expect him to come in and play great defense because that's something you can do immediately coming back into the game is give effort. Offensively, that's where I struggle to to – to understand if he's going to fit in and really leave his impact. Because right now, they need scoring. And if Ben Simmons is not going to provide that for him, then what really what what really can you look from Ben Simmons coming back and, and what is your true expectations of the offense right now? Because what lineup are you going to run? You're going to run a Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, most likely Bruce Brown because he's been their third best player for them, or you could say their third most important player. I guess you, you have to run either a Claxton or Seth? a... a there you go. And Steph Curry. You tell me. So Nash, he's an idiot already. Bro, his his adjustment making is arguably the worst well, not a good coach. in the playoffs. But um, you're going to tell me Kevin Durant has already seen three to four defenders. He already can't go left. He's not hitting shots. And now, to top it off, you're going to throw Ben Simmons on the court with Bruce Brown. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's nasty. And I, I, I said it on Twitter, too. <laughs> I said Celtics no, Twitter, I was like, bro, I don't. I actually don't think they'll be doing anybody any favors by rushing. Ben Celtics in four. If they throw out that lineup, Celtics yeah. in bro, four. It's horrible because that's it's the lineup. lineup. And if Drummond subs in, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you have Bruce Brown, Ben Simmons, Drummond, KD, and Kyrie. Claxton. Yeah, exactly. Or Claxton, Drummond, whichever. It's, 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 it's just too. It's too many non-four spaces. I mean, Drew, you had you had this. You said you wouldn't be shocked if the Celtics win in five. Correct. And I guess now with the two zero lead, you're. Are you making you that your prediction that? now? No. Oh, sure. I'm, 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 I'm definitely more confident in the Celtics in five, for sure, especially the struggles that I've seen from Kevin Durant. But anything can happen in Brooklyn. I'd say that my my prediction of it going five is a lot better than what I was given credit for initially. But you, you can't expect Brooklyn to not win one. If they got swept, I would be stunned. But I do firmly believe this series can end in five. The way that Boston's say been playing it. defensively. Say it, man. You say know it, what? Man. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Celtics in five for sure. Talk. The way that I've seen the, the the Nets struggle offensively, Kyrie Irving had an unbelievable game one. It looked like he put the dagger in the, in the Celtics' hearts, hitting that three over Marcus Smart, and somehow, some way, Celtics still came out with the W. Game two, they're up fifteen points. I think it was it. Did it get up to eighteen points? Regardless of that, 15, like 15 that. point lead from the Nets comes into the second half. They got they get it to down ten, and the third and fourth quarter, completely different story. Celtics were dominant. The, why or what have I seen that hasn't 
been able to lead me to believe that the Celtics can win in five. I picked Nets and, Nets and the six. It's not looking too good. But like you said, anything can happen in Brooklyn. Um, Kyrie's on. He, he, is he going through Ramadan right now, man? He, he, he. I, I need that's something. I'm glad you bring that up because nothing but respect for Kyrie Irving for doing and something I'm, like that. I, I was saying that because Katie let him down, man. Like he, he, he. Yo, yo he's, well said. Well game said. One, game one, Kyrie come out. He goes crazy. I don't need. I'm not a Kyrie fan, but I was in. Like he was going crazy, you know, doing his thing, putting the team on his back. Katie struggling. He struggling to miss to make the same mid range elbow shot he always makes. Game two. You know, both of them were struggling a lot. Now they got to go into Brooklyn. It's going to be tough because this team, like you said, this team is a high-powered offensive team. But a lot of this season, they haven't really been able to play together because this team has been injured a lot. So it's it's not looking too good. And right now, Steve Nash isn't the type of coach that can break a scheme that Udoka has out there right now. And it's really just him going out there, putting up a lineup, and then they just have to figure it out. He's kind of watching like all of us, to be honest, and making subs from here to there. So it's really <laughs> up to Katie and Kyrie to figure it out. But... All that's to say, I don't care because Kevin Durant and Kyrie have won championships. They're supposed to be at that type of level that they should be able to figure out. Seth Curry hasn't been great, but at the same time, I saw in game one, at the end of the game, I saw Claxton be huge for them on the offense. He was. I saw Kyrie be amazing. Tragic. Bruce Brown makes some plays. Gron Dragic makes some plays. So this team still has a lot of hope, and you can pick where they've been good at, but they haven't been consistently good in two games. They blew it in game two. Now they got to go to Brooklyn. It's going to be a packed crowd. Hopefully that arena is going to be packed. They can still win. We've seen they blew it in game one too. Let's be honest. Yeah, they they have a lot of the they have blown these both of these games because they, they could have easily been up to. They could be up to. So going into Brooklyn, you know, a lot of things have to change defensively. They have to be better offensively. They have to be more precise, and they can't fold any type of leads. But. We've seen it before. You can go up 2-0 and lose the lead very quickly, so anything's possible, and they're both veterans. So I expect KD and Kyrie to get it done. I still have nuts in six. I respect you standing on your word, but, bro, I I'm don't know how. You are. You are. And, and listen, so am I. So you're saying but, the Nets are winning four straight. Yes, the Nets will win four straight. And mm. if I'm wrong, I'm, you know. I like that. I like take that. Take the L in peace. I, I got team. Celtics in seven, though. I got Celtics in seven. The biggest reason why I'm saying it, and I, I had this before, these last two games, the, the the thing that makes it a little bit concerning with me with the Celtics, I assume with the Nets, is that it, they're playing in a way that I think a lot of people thought was going to work, and they don't have a counter to it. Like the, the problem with that is that they don't have the reps to actually have a proper counter to the style of basketball. Um, Kevin Durant looks like even beyond like the, the jokes about him not having the left, like he's going to have to make the right decisions to pass the ball. There's way too many times where they're doubling him they're shrinking the floor. You're digging at him all, at his left hand and he's not gathering and making the proper reads and finding the open man and making them punish for it. The Celtics are doing that. Uh, shout out to Marcus Smart. He's actually hitting his shots and, they, and they're making the decisions properly. Something that Tatum has been heavily criticized in the beginning part of the season. And the, and the Nets are just not doing it. And if they're not going to do that, then there's literally no way that they can win this series, like, at all. Like, they're going to have to trust their teammates and make the big shots. That's the reason why, if you have Ben Simmons on there, somebody else who doesn't have any reps with them, who's going to go out there and not be a floor spacer, he might be – he's definitely going to add some defense to them, but not so much as going to change anything. And what's even crazier is that Tatum and, and, and Tatum and Brown have had spotty stretches throughout this series, and they're still winning the game – just because they're, they're able to really match up with them really well defensively. So if if you're able to siphon Kevin Durant's production to the tune that the Boston Celtics have been able to, there's literally no answer for the Nets because that's been their whole identity is that Katie and Kyrie 
are so offensively gifted that they're going to win the series. But if one of them it doesn't show up, there's there's literally no other answer they have that can win a series right now. None. The Celtics are up 2-0 right now. Both games, Nets should have won. It's simple as that. I think game one, that Tatum buzzer beater, that, that was just something like, wow, everything just went right. Eme not calling a timeout was a great move in hindsight. Um, KD not playing defense. Yep. But Nets. <laughs> Standing there on the game-winning possession from Tatum. Nets should have won game one. Game two, you're up by 10 points at the half at least. Kevin Durant goes 0 for 10 in the second half, the worst shooting half of his entire career. As much as, you know, you have joked around about Kevin Durant this entire podcast, I don't think Kevin Durant is going out like this. I heard that game. I think Kevin Durant is going to split this series. The Celtics did what they had to do, protect home court. I think Brooklyn will protect home court as well, although they didn't do it in Game 7 when I attended last season, which I'm very upset about. I think they'll protect home court. I don't expect Kevin Durant to keep struggling like this. Kyrie didn't have a good game in Game 2. And although Tatum and Jalen Brown haven't had spectacular performances, at least offensively and shooting-wise, everybody else has stepped up. Marcus Smart. Grant Williams. Williams was perfect Williams last game. Williams is crazy, man. Al Horford was really good. Like All of their role players have stepped up. Payne Pritchard last game was really huge. I don't know how much I... Tr- like, I trust Tatum and Brown to do what they do. I don't know how much I trust Grant Williams being perfect and having 17 points he's again. been solid all year. 17 points, I agree, but he's he has been, great. been, but I just, like, perfect. I, I just Al Horford of, has been amazing. I understand that, but I just feel like, I don't know, I don't fully trust that. But... <clears throat> I want to make this take because even though I'm picking the Nets in seven right now, it doesn't look too good for Kevin Durant. And that, mm. that made me think about an idea that I had and mm. everybody's coming out and they're throwing jokes at Kevin Durant. They're slandering him, but has nobody ever stopped and think about th- to think about maybe this is who Kevin Durant has been all along. Mm. OKC early in his career. He was second to LeBron James. Here we go. Then his last year in OKC, he was second to Steph Curry. They came back 3-1 and beat him. Kevin Durant joined Steph Curry, and he becomes, quote-unquote, the first guy and wins finals MVP, mostly due to Steph's gravity. He gets credited for that. He The only year Kevin Durant, you can say, was the, quote-unquote, best player in the world was after the 2017 finals when he hit those back-to-back daggers on LeBron James, and people wanted to make a big deal out of it, but, I mean, the Warriors were just a far better team. And he wasn't even officially the best player in the world. They won that championship, and ESPN still dropped their list as LeBron James the best player in the world. And then Kevin Durant goes to Brooklyn. He leaves the Warriors. He doesn't play the first year. The second year, you lose to Milwaukee. Now... Giannis outplays you, beats you, beat you at home game seven. I understand the stats may favor Kevin Durant, but all around Giannis had the better game. Now, this year, you're getting outplayed by Tatum. This is the fourth time in Kevin Durant's career where he's finishing second to another great player. First, it was LeBron. Then it was Steph. Then it was Giannis. Now it's Tatum. Is, just, is this just who Kevin Durant has always been? He's always been the second one. He's never been the best. You're missing some moments. Don't forget Dirk. Don't forget Kobe. I'm weak. The list gets more than four. This man has been outplayed a lot. It's 
the camp, the Kevin Durant camp is not looking too good right now. And I, I think you can somewhat make the argument that you have, you know, you have great points and he has shriveled up in moments. But it's still time to, you know, put those to bed. Like you said, he has to go home. They have to protect home. I've got to say, listen, you just sat here and told me that you don't think Kevin Durant's going out sorry. You think that Kevin Durant's going to pick it up. If Kevin Durant picks it up and they still lose. I mean, you're right, but like. In years past, I mean, last year he averaged thirty and lost. Like that's respectable. Like right now, he's just oh no, he's been horrible. He's been absolutely like going terrible. out like this is sad. I think even if they Listen, lose, Payton, as long as Kevin Durant has like forty yeah. point games, Payton I'm like, okay, Pritchard by I'm himself right. outscored Katie and Kyrie in the fourth quarter. Mm. Combined, combined, Peyton Pritchard. That should not have to step. It though. should never happen. But th- like for for as great as we know Kevin Durant is. I don't think there's ever been a year where we looked at him as the consensus best player in the NBA. Listen, you're looking no, no, never. No, no. Not consensus. Never. I mean, how many guys in this era have been the consensus best player? LeBron. Yeah, yeah outside like two or three. Yeah, outside, like two of, or three. outside of LeBron. And I feel like LeBron, Giannis, Giannis after. That's pretty much now, it. question. I would say, yeah, Cur- do you think Curry ever was definitively the so best? 2016, he was definitively the best player. LeBron beat him. But 2015 going to 2016, I he won like back to back MVPs. I'm not saying walking you're wrong. up to the finals, he was the consensus best player in the league. Uh, I don't know. We walking had, up we to had, the finals, that's what I'm so saying. The second final, LeBron, we know until has he been, lost it. Okay, LeBron, we know has been the best player in the league for like so it wasn't a decades. It was because 2015 he won the MVP. 2016 he just came. He just won another. He was the consensus best player in the league. These are the even players. if you don't want to say that though, it's LeBron and Giannis. I mean, it's correct. LeBron I'll give you Giannis, and even you could debate Kawhi for one season. How does Giannis yeah. and Kawhi get it, but not Curry? Because that's messed up. It is, but it was. It's different because LeBron was in his prime when he was doing what he was doing when Curry was winning championships. So it wasn't consensus. I I said Curry, though. But that's the thing. I disagree with that because, again, 2015, they still won unanimous. You can't disagree Uh, with that. No, and listen, credit to him. What he did was absolutely unbelievable. Kawhi didn't even win an MVP. No, true. But again, you still had people saying that Kawhi Leonard was the best player in the world. Did you believe that? There are four players that. At least I think the majority of the basketball community at one point had as the best player in the world consensus, and that's LeBron, um, Curry, Kawhi, and then Giannis after this past I season. I disagree with Curry, but I disagree with Curry. But if I if when I was Giannis the best player in the league to? This past season. This, this year. This, no, no, not not too low. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting somewhere. Hold on. Talking? This season. This season. You literally we're still saying LeBron was the best okay, player. We're talking about my favorite player going into the season. Okay, so take your bias aside. Curry's I said Giannis, but no, but that's different. We're talking about when LeBron beat Curry. He beat him once in 2016. When you're saying he was unanimously so the best. He, okay, so when he won MVP and then he won the first ring, he wasn't considered the best. But the first ring, but you, was no, he considered I the best? I don't think and that he was when considered he went, the best. And then he won unanimous MVP that year. He wasn't considered but then the he best. Lost the finals. But I'm talking about walking up. He wasn't considered the best going into the finals. People were talking Curry was the best. Now after but I mean after, after the, LeBron came that's back, that's what won. I'm saying. Nobody was saying Curry before best. that. He just won of MVP. So he it won was irrelevant. And then he won unanimous. Was a, he was considered King, the best. What you're talking about is like really, really nice up until it doesn't no, matter you're being because biased. he lost. I'm not. You are. You're not making sense. How what? how did you just you just said Kawhi, the man who didn't win an MVP and won the finals, was the best player in the league. Okay, but Steph Curry, who won the MVP but he didn't and win the won the finals. No, he didn't. 2015, he did. Dude, then LeBron he won the finals. Lost. And he, he, All right, he wasn't the best player. Speak. That doesn't make sense. Kevin Love was hurt. Kyrie goes out in game one. Kevin Durant was six. hurt. Kawhi won. Kevin Durant was hurt. Kawhi Cur- won. Curry was still playing. But Kevin Durant was hurt. We know if Kevin Durant plays, they don't win. But, but so all right, so, so you're not you're saying gonna, that. No, but if you're, you're going to use the same okay, interest, you have to use it for Kawhi. I I agree with that. 
I'm fine with that. Do not make the only sense? two consensus is Giannis and LeBron. That's crazy. Consensus is crazy. I don't understand. Consensus. How you, I don't understand how you win. Do you understand what consensus you, means? I don't understand how you win. Because there was no, there was no one that. at the end of the 2016 season saying that Curry was better than LeBron. But there was no, no one, one at the end of the 2015 saying anybody was better than Steph. What are you there talking was nobody. about? When he, after he won a ring, LeBron averaged saying, 36 that series. But nobody was saying he was better than Steph after he yes, just won he MVP in a finals, but bro. But he didn't win finals. He wasn't even the best player that series for his you team. You said he was. He just didn't win finals MVP. Don't, 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 be, don't be one of those guys. You say he should have deserved finals MVP before. Wait, who was the best player that series? I mean, Iguodala was finals who, I'm MVP. I'm asking you, who was the best oh, player that series? God. Listen, yes, Curry statistically okay. was better. but No, no, who's better? Just not, oh, oh, my God. Are we talking about better player? Am I, like, who was the best player? Who was the best player? Steph Curry. So then well, who was the best player in the finals? I'm talking about the Warriors. Okay, in the Warriors, I'm fine. It was Steph, right? Because in the best player in the series was LeBron James. Okay, but who was the best player in the Because LeBron James could have won MVP losing. No, we don't do that. He was never going to do that. Losers don't get MVPs. He He was leading in every single category for both teams. He lost. Congratulations. You guys beat an injured team. Okay. So I'm not saying that means so that Steph Kawhi. Curry was consensus, but you still had Steph Curry. All right. I mean, I just, it just and Draymond win. Green. Listen, it just doesn't make sense to me. Everybody, no Kevin Love, no Kyrie. Still went six. Doesn't make sense to me. And Clay gets hurt game six. Clay got hurt game six and game four. But I'm saying game six, Clay was in full effect. So I got so I got a question for you. So um after twenty sixteen Steph or after this past season, Giannis, who's the better player? Oof. I think it's pretty Wait, easy. I think it's pretty I'm... easy. It's a Steph. Steph was is better. Okay. All right. You hate, you hate Curry. Hmm? You hate Curry. No, I don't. You got to. I don't hate him. There's no way you th- you're thinking about no, it. No, I mean it I mean I can think about it. You serious? I can think about it. I mean I have that right. But wait, 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 what's the question? Are After... you taking post twenty sixteen Curry or are you taking Giannis twenty twenty two? Giannis 2022, like, to, to, for me not to be able to think about it, given the fact that this he's is, the defensive is, We're talking player. about before Kevin Durant Steph. Yes, but we saw, we saw a... a oh, you t- 2016 yeah, 2015, Curry. 2016 Steph. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, yeah, you go Curry, but I can think about it. I don't, I don't know. That sounds crazy. Because we're talking about Giannis, who's still two-time MVP, defensive we're player of the year, Giannis finals MVP. MVP Steph has, like, a top 10 peak ever. Yeah. Giannis doesn't have a top 10 peak. Yeah, Steph like, has like a top 10 peak ever. That season was ridiculous. <laughs> like, bro, he's, come on. <laughs> no, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, it, he revolutionized basketball. Pay respect. Respect. Uh, there it is. Thank you. Uh, Love Giannis, though. He's cool. Of course. We're talking great about guy. an all-time he's great. Cool. Great guy, great, great We're talking guy, about an all-time great. Oh, no facts. He's going to finish. Thanks. He could finish top 10 all-time. So can Steph. I don't know about that. That's a dumb thing yeah. to say. No, it's what? not. Wow. Why, why wow. do you say things like that? I'm, can, who's Steph going to finish up over t- in top well, who's 10? Who's Giannis going to finish over? What? 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 What, what are you about The way to do? that his trajectory is going right but, now, but he can't Steph, be the greatest Steph power forward of all time. Over Tim Duncan? He has he ways can. to go, yeah. He needs four championships. Are, <laughs> oh, he, if, he, if he gets three championships, what? it's not a conversation? You, we're talking about, you said put him over. He can. is Right now, the way, he's 27 years old. Mm-hmm. He has the accolades that he already has. He has a finals MVP and a final, like, two-time MVP. Has three. Yeah. Oh, is, if, if, Curry, if Curry wins a ring this year, what what is he? There you go. He, he He's top 10. 
He's top ten, but he has to win Finals MVP. Okay, I need the Finals, but so I need you, the Finals you, MVP. You just made it seem like it was impossible. I yeah, what is that? All right, that's fair. Like right, I did say it was impossible. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about this yeah, year, and I apologize. Plus, at the same age, Duncan had more accolades than Giannis, and he was he was on the, yeah, the rings was just coming. Like San Antonio, I mean, they came in right away and they won. Because of Tim Duncan, yeah. Because yeah, of Tim Duncan, for sure. became relevant because of Tim Duncan. Yeah. He was a thirty-nine year old. They, all, all, they were all defensive. I mean, they that, did right? get the number one pick, so they weren't really great. But they t- they tanked specifically to get Duncan. <laughs> but David Robinson choked. Yeah, and then no, he could sure. never get it done sure. until Duncan no, got definitely. there. Definitely, that's why. Listen, Duncan mm. is a, a top seven ball player of all time. But Giannis, he's is top five. He's top five. He's ooh, top five. ooh. Will Tim Chamberlain Duncan's or Tim five. Duncan? What the. Will Chamberlain's not even top ten. Oh, Jesus <laughs> wow, we're in the same boat. So you sound like that dude on ESPN with Bob Cousy over Chris Paul. Man. Stop! Can we stop? We're, no, no, no. It's leaps and bounds different when we're talking about Will Chamberlain, who was an athletic freak, regardless of whether he's playing against plumbers and firemen. Bob Cousy better than Chris Paul. Please stop! No, You're like, <laughs> Come on, stop it! Stop it! He's not. What you, what's, is Will in your top ten? No, I mean, he's not he, my he's top, top fifteen. What's your top ten? He's top. He's top fifteen. He's top fifteen. What's your top ten? Bill Russell. Bill Russell shouldn't be in your top ten. No, eleven championships. So why is Bill Russell in your top ten? But he's winning. That's why. But but you want to talk about (laughs) dominance statistically? There's no one like Wilt. So not in your top ten is crazy. He was dominating and losing. He still won championships. So why isn't Kareem your one? Drew. There's there's every there's other players who are dominating statistically while also winning. He still won. When, when, when? He was, he was won, like, what, two championships? Okay. But in contrast to everybody else in the league. Okay, okay. In, in the no one 10, else won. No one no else Russell won outside no, no, of the no, no, no. Everybody else in the top ten, they have two or more. They also have two or more. But again, right? we're talking about, right, but no one has the statistic numbers outside of the top yeah, what? And nobody was Michael Jordan plumbers. Okay, but again, right he was still going against <laughs> arguably the greatest top five in the history of the game. Which one? We're talking about, okay, obviously now in hindsight you still have Kevin Durant, but... In terms of success, Wait, which, oh, you mean the, like Celtic the Celtic squad team? that uh, won 11 championships, that every single one of them's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then he went to the Lakers and still lost to the Celtics. But he still won in his final year and was finals MVP. Against the Knicks. <laughs> so what? That's not, no, what I'm saying is he went to a team that had Will Chamberlain created a super team and still lost. If that's anybody in today's He won in his final right year. No, it was not Will's final year. That was his final game. No, I'm talking about before when he when he first came to LA, he was playing with Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, and still lost to Bill Russell when Bill Russell was coaching the team and playing at the same time. But uh, listen, <laughs> credit to the Celtics squad though. We're talking about a Celtics team that again that, that top Bill five, Russell was the best. And then Bill team. and Bill Russell left that Celtics squad and they didn't do nothing. Mm. The Celtics okay. team, regardless of what you want to say, all five of them are in the Hall of Fame. And Bill so, so is Jerry West and Bill Jerry West logo. But Jerry West was another one that was losing to that Celtics team year in, year out. He was Dolo. And and they added Jerry was Jerry West, Elgin Bill, and they added Will Chamberlain. They still lost to Bill Because that Celtics team is amazing. Season. It's not amazing if one player leaves and then they're trash now. What I mean, are you so do we want to say that KD left, the Warriors automatically weren't good because they didn't win a championship? Because they were hurt? Curry but, was hurt, Clay was hurt. What are we saying? It's not the same. Pushing narratives. I, like I'm that. just come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't know. It's tough for me to say that. Top, for him, for for Will, no, ten. for Will to say he's not top ten. That's he's where you're losing me. You're losing. Who's eleventh then? <laughs> now you're gonna make me go over my list. I have I have LeBron. I have Ma- I have Michael. I have Kareem. I have Magic. 
I have Wilt. I have Bill. I have TD. I have Hakeem. I have Kobe, Shaq. Bird, where's Bird? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Bird sorry. Is- Thank you. I apologize. Bird's after TD. Then I have. Then I have Kobe. Then I have. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I I, I miss Bird and I apologize. Yeah. So yes. Did I'm, you say Magic? You did. Yes, did, Magic. Did. Magic is four for me. So it's Magic, Wilt, Bill, so no Hakeem. No, Hakeem See, was that's in what it. I I messed up and I forgot Bird accidentally because I'm doing this off the top of my head. So four Magic, five Wilt, six Bill, seven. I I throw Bird there. Eight TD, nine Hakeem, ten Kobe, eleven Shaq. Steph is K year twelve and thirteen. Who are you putting Shaq over? Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, I understand it, but I couldn't do that. I knew that was coming. Though. That's the crazy part. I don't know why I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I wasn't ready. For, they really <laughs> called me blindsided. I should have been ready for it. And I wasn't. I was not. Uh, Will, no, we're not going to talk to me. He's loving. It's That's cool hilarious. though. He was out there stat padding. Steph going past him. Stat padding. Come on, stop it. Stop on. it. He was stat padding. It's cool though. Stop. It's cool. It's cool. Stop. <laughs> You don't know if he was or wasn't, though, do you? I'm about to say you either. Right? I guess. I guess. No, neither one of us. Can That's, true. It. He, he, That's true. That's true. I'm not going to say you're wrong there at all. On to the last segment of the show. <laughs> Yo, this show's a lot of time, but fuck it, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're used to like three hour shows. No, that's now. facts. Yeah. Hey, and, and listen, Lo, we appreciate you staying on with us the whole time, man. For sure, for sure. All right, let's do it. On to the last topic of the show. You know, um, I'm kind of disappointed, and I tweeted this the other the other day on how. The Miami Heat had a bad week, and fools like me basically gave up the, gave up on them, and I'm embarrassed about it. You shouldn't be. But they're scraping Atlanta, which is to be expected because Atlanta is a, not a very good team. Do you believe in the Heat after these performances they've been showing? Are you now ready to change your tune, Drew? You've been low on them. Uh, I'm already changing my tune on the Heat. I, I, I kind of... I, I, I'm changing my tune. Uh, Listen, I can't. Now, now, it's all right. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. But okay. l- before we absolutely violate him, uh, I'm going to be not not worried at all for the fact that they're playing the Hawks, and the Hawks defensively are not going to hold a candlestick to Miami Heat. And we should we expected this. I said it going into the series. Mm-hmm. They if they are who they you know everyone seems to say they are, they need to come in and need to dominate. So credit to them. They've come in and they've dominated right away. They've made Trey Young look irrelevant, and I'm shocked. I still think Trey Young could get one, but he's been irrelevant, and that's really been shocking to me because Trey Young is amazing, and he is in hell indeed. Now, I'm not going to overreact to a a strong performance against the eighth seed. I need to see them go up against teams that I am definitely higher on, like a Milwaukee, like a Boston Celtics. Do I still think that they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals and still be frauds? Yes. Jimmy Butler put on an all-time great performance against a team that has no defense to answer him. So, again, I'm not overreacting. I give credit where credit is due. They look amazing right now. You, you have to acknowledge that. They're, they're definitely dominating an eighth seed. But until I see it against one of the top teams that I am higher on, that I do believe are more complete, I'm not going to overreact. I liked, uh, Jimmy Butler has been pretty amazing. I'm glad he's being aggressive. That's what they need from him. For sure. No doubt. <coughs> Tyler Hero's been ass. Um, <laughs> but that was the thing. If Jimmy was going to fold, you needed Tyler Hero. But as long as Jimmy's Jimmy, then it's not too much of a worry. But Tyler Hero, you're expecting him to be way better. Who? I'm saying. Oh, I'm not. I'm expecting him to do what he's been majority. doing. Be ass. You know, hey, um, so, I mean, what he's been doing, six man of the year. 
Oh, no, this is playoffs. It doesn't matter what you do to me. He was 50% coin flip. But now it's looking like a... 75-25. Yeah. <laughs> Can't um, believe it. Like 33. Atlanta, I thought it would make it a little bit more competitive. Thought it'd be six games. It could still... You know, they're going back to Atlanta. Trey Young usually plays better at home. But Miami's defense has been really suffocating for him. So I'm just hoping for, you know, them to change their tune. DeAndre Hunter, he had a good game. You can take a break here, bro, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, though. Yeah, no, actually, I'm not good. Yeah. That's right. Get this cough out and let's go. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, All right, look, my, Miami, they pretend this, y'all. Let's keep it a beat. Yeah, there you go. We're Thank not, you, Lo. Come on. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, they, they're not. They're not. Real. Like, I'm not about to overreact to them beating up, beating up on the Hawks, the eighth seeded Hawks. That also is like a horrible defensive team that's also missing Clint Capella. Like, what are we doing? Facts. Right now? Yeah. I can't, I can't, I'm not about to bite on that. I I mean, I'm, I hope that Jimmy continues to play the way he's playing, but I, it can definitely very easily be a product of the team that they're facing. They're facing a team that, as long as you have a point of attack defender on Trey Young, their offense will fall apart. And also on the other side of the floor defensively, they don't really have the pieces that are necessary to kind of keep up. I don't think that Jimmy Butler's going to go out there and put together th- these offensive masterclasses either. Like, that's not – that's just not who Jimmy Butler is as a player. And so while Tyler Hero struggles, while Kyle Lowry continues to struggle offensively, while Bam – I don't know why nobody's talking about this, but, but Bam offensively has also looked kind of spotty as well. They're getting by on defense, they transition play, and production from other players here and there. Bro, you you facing – the Sixers, or you facing the Bucks, or you facing Boston, or you're facing like any other competent team, it looks completely different than what we're talking about right now. Completely different. So no, I'm not. I'm not biting on them beating up on the Hawks. I just you know I don't. I don't totally disagree with you, but the reason why I'm changing my tune a little bit, oh, I'm just man. changing my my little tone. You know, I'm going oh, from man. a trumpet to a saxophone. Right I now. thought you told you it was no, but stop. the thing about saxophones <laughs> is they're even louder. So be careful with that wording. That's what I want to say. Yes, it is the Atlanta Hawks, but all year long I've been high on the Miami Heat because I do their defense is real. You know, as, as their defense is real, we know offensively they do have some limitations. Um, some, but I said it in my tweet. As long as they have PG Tucker out there, I'm bought in. I can't. With and you, that's I can't. And that's really the bottom line of it. <laughs> I hate that you're laughing while you're giving this. I hate it. I hate it. Listen, man. All this, right. This what I'm. This is this is where I'm getting to. Get to it because I'm ready. When I look at the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference, there's only one team that I wouldn't bank on them beating in the playoffs, and that's Boston. I feel like Boston is Miami with significantly better offense. Now, do I think they can beat Philly? Yes, I don't like the way Harden has looked. Um, Maxi, I like a lot, and Beat, I like a lot. But I feel like they match up well with Philly. And Philly's guys, I just don't trust fully. And I think Eric Spolstra without Coach Doc Rivers. So I think they're going to have, they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. If they face the Bucs, I like that matchup versus the Bucs a lot with the Heat. If they face the Bucs, I think the Heat can make the finals. But if they face the Celtics, I'm more weary on that matchup. And the Nets, I think Miami can beat the Nets as well. So Boston's the only team I look at in the East where I'm like, okay, like I have to pause a little bit and I might pick Boston to beat Miami. But I think Miami can beat any team in the East just because off of matchups alone. I think they match up well with other teams. But it's not about a matchup. It's about if Jimmy Butler's going to be a competent scoring option. Like that's the that's the problem. I that's think a he much can bigger be. problem. Although his splits don't look amazing. Mm. Jimmy Butler is just one of those guys I trust. I got my it's voice. Just, I got my voice back. Um, why? 
I know Jimmy Butler out like so last wait, season so wait, he was so abysmal. So wait, wait, let me hold on. Just Joel. This season in the clutch he's been abysmal. No, you, you, you're my boy. You're my boy. But um, so you mean to tell me <laughs> you've watched three games of Philly versus Toronto? You've watched Tobias been okay. Max, you've been really good. Harden officially no, but playmaking amazing, and Embiid been good. You don't trust them, but yet you watch Jimmy Butler play. Literally the worst defense in the playoffs, maybe second worst outside of Denver. You watch Jimmy get 45, and you trust him, but you don't trust them against Toronto, a better defense. Way better. I'm confused on that. I just don't. Tr- <laughs> I think it's just if Jimmy's guarding Harden, I have real concerns about that. All right, that's respectable, but I just wanted to know you got caught. That doesn't. That doesn't. Uh, that's every. What about everybody else? Like the rest of the team. Facts. What about Embiid? I like. What Bam, about I like Tobias? Bam, what about I, I like, Maxi? I like. I mean, Tobias. I don't trust. I like Bam on Embiid. I like. I like Harold Tobi- Tobias. But Tobi- I like that matchup. Tobias can have good games. Regardless. And let's not. I like Peter Tucker's not locking up all these guys outside of Embiid. Okay. I mean, Maxi gets his in spaces, so it's like. Maxie's, Maxie is fast, can beat almost anyone off the dribble. You're right. I like Robinson on Maxie. But I, love I just that look, matchup. maybe part of this. Oh, that's I for adore. sure. For sure. I'm with you. Maybe part of this is is hoping I'm um, jinxing the Heat so the 76ers can advance because I would oh. love for nothing more this than Harden to win a championship. He, he's killing me, man. But I'm just saying, I just, I don't know. Because here I, I am about to so be. Do you want Miami or Philly to go far? Can you just Yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> I'm torn. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm you're torn. Playing <laughs> nah, you playing the fence. Go pick one, man. Pick Look, one. I love James Harden, so you know that I'm going to go with my guy, but it feels like I've been picking in the last four years and have been wrong. Well, I'm sorry, but you, you put out your bracket and you uh, have Miami you, going you, to the You're low on Harden also? Everybody should be going hard at this point. Yeah. That's the reason why I was so high, much higher on Toronto because I wasn't expecting that I buck a up. lot. Of, listen, and man, I, credit to you. This is, this, is, this is what it really was. Man, you've been wrong about a lot of things. That's tough. Who, me? Yeah, you've been shaking his hand all podcast. Because <laughs> I respect him. I respect him. That's I wasn't. I what, maybe this is me just not really uh, analyzing it well. It probably is, actually. No wrong with that. Is that. I wasn't expecting Embiid to totally win this series by himself, which I probably should have expected because he's the MVP. Although Maxi and Tobias, like Maxi offensively game one, amazing. Tobias defensively game two was really good. And Harden's playmaking has been there, but he hasn't been shooting well. Um, Embiid just being so dominant and being the MVP, I wasn't expecting him to just, just totally, totally, you know, win this series, I guess, off the, off his strength, off his back alone. And that's why, like, in a Miami series, maybe I am overlooking that a bit too much where Embiid could totally dominate that series and take them over the but top. But you, you obviously trust Bam more than anybody on Toronto against Embiid. You know, he's that type of defender. Um, that would be a tough series, though. I, I won't I won't sit here and lie. That would be – but the, uh, Philly will be rusted and, and Miami will be rusted, Listen, so it would be a tough. I'm not sleeping. I slept on the Sixers coming into this series against Toronto. I'm not going to sleep against them going against Miami. I mean, I don't think Trey Young can make it somewhat competitive at home. Like I said, I picked Miami in five. I think that Trey can get one because he's Trey Young and he's capable of doing stuff like that. But ultimately, they're just not on the heat level. Is Trey Young going to get the Joker like slander? No. For playing no. bad? No. no. He's young. No. Wait, he's younger. He's not a two time MVP. Okay, so he no, and nobody, the expectations are not, I mean, they're just not the same. Copy, copy. So, sure low, you're low on Miami. You don't like Kevin Durant. So, what else 
It's part of your basketball personality. You have a Giannis jersey in the back. <laughs> you see big Giannis back there. I'm I'm a I'm a huge I'm a huge Giannis fan actually. So I, I love Giannis. Unfortunately, they might not make it out the first round because of Middleton. But my huge oh, so you think Chicago can win that series? Ah man, if DeRozan would have to kind of play like how he played last night once, like cons- consistently, because I think people kind of forget like even with the way that he played. They still only won by like four points. The Bucks are putting on on a comeback in and then um in that second half um kind of rallying back. Uh, Drew Holiday though, Drew Holiday is the one that really kind of continues to disappoint me. But I'm I'm a I'm a huge Bucks Bucks guy. I think Giannis is the best player in the league by far, not even close. And I also think like the way that he's able to control both sides of the floor puts them in a, a very very advantageous situation and basically any team they match up with, and that's including mm-hmm. the Warriors. Is is Drew Holiday like one of those guys that's like the most underrated, overrated player in the league? He has his moments. He's, he's getting to that point. Where he he's bugs out and you're like, oh my God, he's this great. And then he underperforms. And you're like, well, there's Drew. Yeah. yeah. I still feel like last year's postseason run it was fairly underrated for him, but yeah, for he sure. To that for sure. I mean, you would think coming in he had a really good year. You would think he'd be more consistent. It's but. early, it's two games, so I'm not overthinking it too much, especially with how great he was in the regular season. And he had a great postseason last year. So listen, I'm expecting him to. Be I can't better. say great. He can't hit. He had a pretty good last year in the po- in the in the postseason. You're saying defensively, I can't say, he was I can't outstanding. Say great. Well, defensively, yeah, defensively, he's been he great. He was and, outstanding. Right now, he's been great defensively. It's just offensively, he hasn't been. He's inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still confused yeah. as why they don't just keep Drew on Demar Derozan the whole time. I don't I'm know. confused about it either because as, as long as if you take Derozan out of the equation, that whole offense will crumble apart. They put they put Wes Matthews on him way too they often. They put Drew on Zach, and they keep putting yeah. Wes Matthews or Middleton on Demar, that. and that's literally food. I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that. Put put Drew on on Demar. Have Demar off ball. Try at least try to get the ball in his hands as much as possible. Even if Middleton, I mean Drew doesn't score as much anymore. I mean he's not really doing it anyway. You you completely alter their entire offense. Their entire offense gets altered, but. Honestly, that's another reason why I'm kind of sk- shaky of the um, Bucks is because, like, uh, Coach Bud, he's so hit or miss to me. Agreed. He's not like – like, because what they're doing in Boston, they should have been able to do to the, the Nets last year with KD. Like, mm-hmm. KD was out there by himself last year yep. without Kyrie. And for whatever reason, I don't understand why that wasn't the game plan and the scheme to go against KD last year. And what's crazy is the Bucks have the personnel to do it. I'm not – Coach Bud, man, he's just – Giannis saved Coach Bud's job last year. He did. Oh, Drew Holiday, too. Coach Bud, Coach Bud was most likely getting fired yeah. after, oh, after they, the second round. Yeah, they would have, he would yeah. definitely got fired. They just had a great performance at the right time for him. Yeah, and now yeah. it's and probably fortunate saved, streaks. It, it's bought him at least like two, three more seasons. With Maybe for yes. life. Absolutely. He might be there as uh, long not as Giannis. Yo, he might be there as long as Giannis there. I'm going to tell you If they lose in the first round this year or even in the second, and then next year they lose. I don't think they're losing this first round still. I'm just letting you know if we beat the Bucks, I'm going on an uproar you should. a month. You should. I don't care what happens Because think about how many people... We're saying that you guys are the biggest pretenders in the playoffs. You guys, well, we already have the same amount of wins as the, the Knicks in the past. You know, wow. You're not ready for year four, RJ Barrett. I'm not. I don't care about year four, RJ Barrett. Year four, <laughs> RJ is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's gonna do it for episode 174 of the Pick Side Podcast. Button. Yeah, we want to thank you, Lo, for coming on. We know that you're a really busy person with your Twitter Spaces, YouTube channel. 
the peer-to-peer podcast. So we really want to thank you for spending almost three hours with us talking basketball. Jesus, man, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thank y'all. Yeah, I'm about to watch the um the biggest pretenders of them Yo, all. Yo, they came, they were again. coming back. It was 40. No, 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 I'm talking about the Jazz. The jazz. Oh, oh, facts. Okay. I was about to oh, say. It's, it's in Utah. We're going to win two straight. We're Why do you keep Stop. saying Because like, I'm not a real. fan. You're not a fan of them. Bro. I'm a Donovan. You're guy. not a fan. So, when I say we, it's me and Donovan. So when D Mitch underperforms, what do you do? I go to bed early. <laughs> like, I really go to bed early. Like, I go to sleep. I don't, all the slander, I just ignore it and got go to sleep. But if he's lit, I, I, I thank y'all for having me on. Man, it's definitely uh, entertaining. Uh, y'all boys keep keep working and grinding. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? You see how he said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that's that's so now you understand. You got someone that you can relate to in that sense. We here. Yeah, for sure. So thank you I for say, listening. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, essentially, son. That's that's Riv's mo. It's like when he's trying to be very grateful and 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 humble. He's like, you know, I appreciate y'all. That's that's basically that's Riv. he has a tough time mm. showcasing. He does have his correct, correct. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yes, what yeah. You're saying. But bro, thank you very much. We really are appreciative. Appreciate you for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank, thank you for me. listening and or watching, and we'll see you next time.
This is Jonathan Macri from the Knicks Film School Podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they are raising a another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You could invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com backslash blue wire.